This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I am your host Dale and with me as always, it's the gruesome twosome Mitch and Bungard. How Hello. are we all? I'm good mate, how are you? Gruesome twosome. Uh, yeah, look I've been better, but I've been significantly worse. But not, S- not strong, strong, it's always sunny ref from Dale early on. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Unawares. Called unawares as usual. Mm. How's everybody's weekend? Yeah, good. Uh, south of back. Um, <laughs> what's it like winning? <laughs> that early. Yeah, well, I mean, did we ever go away this time around? Uh, um, I wish you would. Probably that prelim final where we didn't score any tries. Maybe some would point that as a as an example of South not being back. Mm. I choose to build on it. Mm. Yeah, I do appreciate you killing off the potential of the Roosters have gotten how to lose very early. Like killing it round Good. one was. Yeah, my hot take prediction for the Roosters is already dead. They can't be called the greatest team of all time. They after could, winning, they could be. They could. They well, could I mean, win they the could next five. Called, it wouldn't. It back. wouldn't stop people. They could start yeah. the season like eight and three. And Are you saying that they're it. not a dynasty? I might be saying that. Oof. Calm the takes down. That is, that's hot. I mean, we're less than a minute in and we're already reaching peak take. Uh, anyway, speaking of on the take, uh, Melbourne 22, Brisbane 12. Um, yeah, look, did this? Did, did anybody see this going any other way, to be really honest? No. I was The only time I was remotely shocked was when I looked up and the... Uh, the Broncos were only down by a try with 15 minutes to go after being absolutely belted for an hour and then scoring two tries out of nowhere. That was indeed shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's one of those games. Kind of reminded me of that, I think it was round two last year when the Dragons were flying and South played them and it was the same sort of thing. I was just like, how on earth is this team down by four points, whatever it was. Um, but then it, but then uh, Jesse Bromwich just dummying Darius Boyd into the into the shadow realm. I mean, Darius Boyd is actually still running around the, the interior of Amy Park. That's one of the best dummies I've Did ever seen. Did he dummy Darius Boyd or Darius Boyd decide, I'm not tackling this big man? This <laughs> can't be great, bothered. This is a great made, way are you to saying, Are you saying he made a business decision? Well, he's made plenty of those. He has, yes. yes. I am yes. saying that's one of many business decisions, that one. Uh, yeah, the Storm's dominant record over the Broncos continues. What is it? Four wins since the 2006 Grand Final the Broncos have over the Storm. It's not great. Not and the Storm have not lost in round one ever. Or well, since under Bellamy. Under Bellamy. But yeah, yeah they, they were electric on the night. I mean, you can't really start a season much better than they did. I thought the physicality from Asofa Solomona and Tui Kamakamitha off the bench was pretty relentless throughout most of the game. Mm. There was only about a 10-15 minute period there where the Broncos looked like they had any form of control around the ruck. And it didn't last long. When it, when it did happen, there was they had a nice little set. And after that set, the storm went, went 90 metres and scored. Like There was only a small little period where the Broncos were in it. But I guess the positive is, if you're a Broncos fan, is the fact that the doors weren't blown off, despite yeah. how dominant the storm were. I mean, They were able to hang on, for one of a word. They hung, they hung in there and... Especially after losing your best back after well, you lost Roberts in a minute. Yeah. You know that's what. What is the idea. story with that injury? Because well, that been, just looked really uncomfortable. Well, he's been named this week, and nothing's really come out about it. So, who knows? Stinger. It, they did say post game that it was a back spasm, mm. and they don't know how bad it could be. That's so that's it, what it looked like to me. Like it, he he was not really able to walk. Yeah. So, so Stags is a nice player to have on the bench. He didn't look yeah, out of place. Yeah. It's, it's not like most teams that if you start four forwards and you lose out to back in the game is essentially you know over. Mm. I mean, it is kind of on trend for the Broncos though when they play the Cowboys or Storm to lose a back in the first ten minutes. So it's just been a thing for like the last few years. It's I don't know why it keeps happening in those games, but as you said, it's a pleasure to have someone like Stags. In waiting, and he was he was quite good when he came on, but I mean I think from the start we, we spoke about it last week, but Gillett at lock I just couldn't have hated it more. I mean he worked really hard on D, 
but to just way more to it in, as a modern, you know, modern middle in the, in the current NRL. And I think every single one of them were like, would have been offensive to Brass Kitewright right, to run as, uh, as soft as, as Gillette was. He mm. didn't run with any authority. And I mean, a lot of the times he just succumbed. There's a couple of runs there towards the end of the game. One of them, he just like ran left, like just across the field and then just got tackled where the play of the ball was and just sat there. He's like, yep, yeah, that's good. I'm just done here. <laughs> yeah, Guys, I moved the ball you know, forward. And he, he, what he did, had eight runs, 50 metres, but he played 70 minutes and that as a middle. That's embarrassing. You can't be doing that in no. 70 minutes. I mean, the only, the only way that the sort of tackle bag 13 works anymore is if your eight and your 10 are, you know, amazing. And Offangawe and Lodge aren't bad players, yeah. but I mean... Offangawe is not, you know, dominating. He's not going to come no. out there and, you know, have 20. He's not going to have a David Clement game. Those two, are, they're not dominating as physically. Like, he can do it, you know, when a fence on the field when he was at the Cowboys yep. with Tamalolo exactly. and Jordan McClane. Even this Storm team to an extent. Finucane's a little bit more... Yeah. Uh, he, he's not as limited as Gillette, but obviously yeah. with those with those front rowers the Storm have, it allows yeah. him to sort of sit back and just wrestle the shit out of the other team. Yeah, and I mean, it, Gillette worked his ass off, right? He tried, but it's just not a position for him. And, and we lost... What he brings on the edge as well. I thought, like, again, Nikarima, not his fault, but those two occasions, there was a massive channel on his inside that the storm went right through to score in. And Jaden Sewell looked out of shape. I thought he was he was unfit and probably shouldn't have stayed on as long as he did. And he hasn't been named to start this week either. So it makes Anthony Seabold kept there. the player on too long. Yeah, it's a shock. Really? And then, mm. yeah, with the huh. as, as we know, the bench use was an issue at South all last year. And again in this game, Tom Flegler played 10 minutes. Pangai played played four, 50, and he actually looked quite good. Yeah. Uh, but Flegler is the other bench middle playing 10 minutes. It isn't good enough when Gillett's one of the middles. So there is some things for for uh, Seabold to work on, and he's missing Matt Lodge this week, so things have been forced upon him to change. But if you come into, say, round five, and the Broncos bench features, you know, uh, maybe Pangai and Haas and someone, or Fafita or Sua, you cannot be playing one of those guys 10 minutes. Yeah. No. I mean, you, you really couldn't ask for a tougher first four rounds than the Broncos have been given with this draw. And it'll be interesting to see sort of how fans are feeling. I mean, one game against the Storm, you throw that out the window because it's the oh, Storm. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how fans are feeling if they get to that, you know, that Roosters game and they're 0-3 and losing on the night. So Yeah, the, the two big problems are the ones I mentioned last week. Is why pay, I don't understand why people have us as, you know, destined for the grand final yet until we answer those questions. And those two questions still remain in this game. And that was Darius Boyd at fullback. And Nicarima at seven. And whilst Nicarima, with the ball in hand, had some nice moments and did look more likely than Milford with the ball in hand, his kicking again was embarrassing again. The midfield bombs, I mean, we, we do know that those are ones that most people can put up down in the park at this point. He's you know? a 14. And, and, then, the- and then his defence, just he gets found out. We can leak 12 points a game through him. And it's just, I don't know what's going to fix that. I think it's, I mean, I'm sure mo- most of the smarter switched on Broncos fans have already made their peace with this. But to me, he's a 14 yeah. and that's the yeah. best case. Like, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if you can win a comp with him as your chief. Halfback. Yeah, and but. I mean, with Gillette on the right edge next to him, it's obviously some coincidence to these numbers, but I think, what are we, like 14 wins and three losses or something? And that's just where Gillette, Gillette belongs, on the edge there. Much the better edge defender, much more desperation in his defense on that, that, that side as well. Mm. And just, you know, and his ball run running isn't too bad on the edge, but he's not physical enough to run through the middle. And that's what we, we thought before the game and it played out. But in I- terms of positives for the Broncos... Past his first mistake, I thought Jack Burr was exceptional. He, what he, had, he carted the ball 17 times, but he was working really hard in yardage. A couple of times he ran the ball out of our in goal on hit-ups, and there was two desperation tackles he made that were essentially try-savers after the, the play had beaten Darius Boyd. And I thought he was really good. You know, that was the effort you want to see. You know, in a beaten effort, having one of those backs like that step up was, was, was great. And same with Corey Oates. But until Darius Boyd's situation at fullbacks figured out, 
and that's the situation where he makes every kicking game look like the best kicking game in the comp. There's always there's always a way to find space when Boyd's at fullback at the moment somehow. And Until that's resolved, mm. I won't think we're contenders. And the other um, speaking at, of fullbacks, Jerome Hughes outstanding, mm-hmm. and they, yeah. they it's every player that you expect to. You know, turn up in a big game for the Storm. Turned up. The the Bromwich brothers yeah. were great. Brandon Smith was running around like a lunatic. Like the other guys, like Welch and Kamikamika, as you said, did their parts. And like I I knew, like I've seen kind of Kamikamika play, and we've seen him play in the NRL and and um, rep footy. But like, I cannot believe how big the bloke is and how well he moves for a man of his size. Like I know that you've got a self Solomona there. And he's in the same boat. But, like, having two players of that size, it's basically like trying to tackle, like, buildings. Yeah. Like, g- genuinely. And I, I know that, as you were saying, like, teams are... A few teams have slimmed down their forward pack this year. We'll talk about the Raiders later. But, like, you can't coach size and you can't coach speed. Well, size and mobility is just a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, once size meets mobility, you've got to, you've yeah. got to represent a level forward in the NRL. Yeah. Pretty simple. You know, you've got a top-level player. But... Yeah, like I obviously still think this Broncos team is a top four team long run, and I'm not jumping it round one. But my main thing is saying there's those con- those concerns haven't been resolved yet. The same concerns that they're in preseason haven't been resolved. I think they'll play out and get resolved as the season rolls on. But until Darius Boyd's form turns around or he is replaced at fullback, I think he's a major handbrake on the side. And I think Nikarima in the halves until somehow he learns to kick or defence is resolved there is another major handbrake on the side. And mm. until those two questions are answered, I want like I'm not going to be in love with where this team is going. I, I think that if if there's one thing that that I would take from this as a Broncos fan, obviously as you're saying that there's there's issues with with those positions. But like, I feel like Seabold coming in, it's not necessarily a clean slate. Well, excuse me, but at least, changes. at least he can make changes and not necessarily have the same kind of favoritism. Well, he, you know, he's already, he likes Sua, but he's already benched him after he played. So that's good. If you don't, yep. don't perform, you hit the bench. That's a good, a good thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how, how, how he goes from here. And I think, also, we've got to see how McCulloch plays on, on quicker play the balls. There was a few quicker play the balls in this game and he didn't really need to know what to do with them, which is interesting. And then, uh, also, or if anything, with Nicarima, he mentioned this week with the, um, with the Cowboys game coming up, that he one thing he didn't want was the game to be close, and I think uh, whilst it's while she's talking, about he'd love, strategy. whilst he's lo- talking, he'd love to win a game easily against them and by distance. I think it kind of typifies my mentality issue with Cody Nicarima is mm. that in the close games he doesn't enjoy it and he does yeah. shy away from that responsibility and he yeah. doesn't want to feel like he has to make a contribution and in the crunch. Oh, that's why he's fantastic. When we kill teams, he's fantastic. But mm. that's not what you want from your halfback. That's yeah. just all for me. Anyway, let's move on from oh, this game. Who's mentioned poor old Tom Eisenhuth, first game in seven yeah. years and gets a horrific injury. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Speaking of horrific, Newcastle 14, Cronulla Sutherland 8. One. Thank you. Uh, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Chad Townsend was the fifth best half on the field. Yeah. yeah. Fifth. <laughs> well, Andrew, Andrew Fafita was fourth. Man, I uh, that tactic. Newcastle. Was shit. Um, um, this actually, game was not good. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily that it wasn't good. I just don't think it was ex- as exciting and as free-flowing as a lot of people were expecting it to be. I don't necessarily think that it was a bad game. I just, you know, they always say it's one for the purists. But hey, if your team's only try scoring player is another team's player, uh, you might want to have a look at that. Yeah, I mean, can we talk about the penalty try first? Uh, we want to discuss great. that. Um, well, I mean, we've discussed it a trillion times. We'll do it. Well, I thought. Surprise! It might shock you to think that I thought that to learn that I thought it was a great decision. Yeah, me exceptional too. call. I had no problem with it at all. Denial of an in, obvious in that scenario, like it doesn't really benefit the Sharks hugely to get 
another set of six and a Cindy. And a Cindy. It would have been, in hindsight. <laughs> yes, but we don't play with hindsight, do we? But in the situation, no. It's, the 100% thing is rubbish. Yep. I'd love to see them keep ruling penalty tries like this. Mm. I hope it continues. The referee has to rule that, in his opinion, would they have scored? And in his opinion, they would have scored. they would have scored. Yeah. Yeah, we've said that. I, I don't want to go into it again, but I don't know why it keeps getting regurgitated that there's a that it says definitely or yeah. certain in yeah. the rule when it just doesn't. Again, nothing in rugby league is certain. Yeah. True. I mean, how many times have you said, we'll get to it, but boy, Cordner, that was certain to score. Yeah, I mean, score. there's so, a try, Nathan Merritt made a break and he was 50 metres downfield. We're going to talk about that. And, they dro- and he dropped <laughs> Why couldn't you have said Trent Barrett? Trent well, Barrett also, the ball or or Jason Bugarelli Or, or Akili Uate. But, but no, you had to say Nathan Merritt. You see, lots of examples of that <laughs> things aren't 100%. I mean, Felice, so good, Felice Cavusi this week. Oh, true, yeah. Like, shocker. Yeah. Uh, the game itself. It's classic round one footy, really. Like, round one footy generally, I think the standard was put too high by how the Storm played on <laughs> Thursday, that Very this true. was the game after it. But generally in round one, it's simple footy. You add the wet weather in it, it's even worse. But mm. the team with the high completion rate won seven of eight games this weekend. And the only other team that didn't win out of those was the Bulldogs. Somehow completed higher than the Warriors, but that's it. The team with the high completion rate won in round one. You hold on to the ball, you don't make dumb mistakes you generally win. and Controversial opinion. The, the Knights weren't exceptional, but I think if you're a Knights fan, you're loving this win more than if they were because you won this game with Ponga and Pierce essentially being anonymous. And while someone like Edric Lee gambled a lot and I bet a team or a team later in the season, they would have abused him going up and in like that. Yeah. He gambled a lot and he came up trumps. You know, he, they took that pick, but a few times he disrupted their attack and they, you know, they just won on a few small things. They weren't that much better than the Sharks, but that's it's okay. You got to win on the board. It's round but one. But I, I will say this: like, how many games in the last five years have they won on the back of their defense? None. Zero. That's why it's a good sign. They exactly. won a crap game. Negative. They haven't won any, haven't won any bad games. Like, and, and, and it yeah, wasn't ex- just Edward, we, every, like, every every team can have those feel good wins like yeah. a few times a year, but it's it's nothing to grind out a shit win. That's the mark of a team that's improving. So. Mm. Yeah, it is. So it's a good sign for them. And like Glasby got a pretty decent game. Clemmer was. I mean, we all know Clemmer is one of the best front yeah, rowers I st- in the I game. Yeah, I stuck my neck out. Predicted him to be the best signing of the year. So yeah. what a genius! And obviously, he, w- he was fantastic. <laughs> and then the Sharks. You can, like, for me, you can already see Flano's left. There was. There were some things there tactically I didn't like, and I really didn't like the big thing. I really didn't like was Fafita being their first receiver forward. I hated it. He passed four times, and I can't remember the first one, but the last three all ended up with the Sharks turning the ball over on that play. And he's just not at his age and at who he is, and he's someone who's admitted he's not a rugby league fan. You know, he should not be the guy who is your key playmaker in the middle. And there was. The you know the intercept play for example it's not his fault that Townsend threw that pass but he was calling the play two sets be- two tackles before and I'm like I'm sitting there watching I'm like are you seriously telling me Andrew Vafita is your field general <laughs> he's a meathead like he doesn't un- like again he yeah. he's the kind of guy we saw him going three sixty he couldn't name the other, the hosts as players like how is that you know your that guy your student of the game mm. and he goes out there and a couple of times like there was off the off that scrum they dropped the ball. He led. He was the first receiver, and then off the pick, uh, he, the, he was first receiver. It was just in slow motion. He went sideways. He's just not that kind of player. And if any of their forwards is that player, it's Aaron Woods, and he's on the bench. But if that's what you want from one of your middles, yeah. it's Woods. And it's maybe Gallon, or it's uh, Jack Williams is better at that. But for feeder, for me, is just like don't don't get him ball playing. There were there were a lot of times watching the game back where Newcastle really went up and in on. Uh, for feeder as well because they obviously viewed him as a threat which as you say means that he's getting the ball at first receiver then he has to go sideways like there's no other option his strengths have always been you know when he as a, as a forward gets on the edge as a big fella and runs kind of at that edge I'm staggered that they didn't target Ponga with Fafita for the whole game they went away away from Fafita's strengths 
he's a ball carrier, one of the best ball carriers in the game, and they'd had him ball playing. It's like, what are you doing? I thought that was very interesting. And then on top of that, I thought the inability of them to react to what Edric Lee was doing, which is what the Knights of Wing has been doing for like as long as I can remember. Aquiliawate used to jam in, Nathan Ross jammed in, they always jam in. How they couldn't figure out that he was jamming in and get behind it is beyond mm. me. There was one one point with like sixty minutes gone on the clock. He jammed in on the on the Sharks thirty. You cannot get away with jamming in there. Yeah, <laughs> like and, and on the game winning innocent, most halves chuck that over Lee's head to the winger Mate, try. There so. was a few times or grub it in behind they win. Yeah, there was a few times Lee jammed in, so he, he had a good game and he mm-hmm. got away with it. But there was Townsend wasn't good enough, and then also Dugan wasn't good enough at centre that he couldn't bat the ball on. Edric Lee made him look like a park player. He did dead set. Like obviously the the, the try that he could have scored that would have ended up mm. replacing the penalty try. You can take it or leave it, but like. As you say, like Lee's making these decisions five, six, seven times a game to come in and jam in. He let the pass go. Yeah. Like, well, just let the pass go. Had they not tried once dribbling in behind him, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought Nakora was good on debut on that edge as well, but mm-hmm. also some occasions that it was too often the ball died in his hands as well. It's like there was points to be had on that right edge and mm-hmm. the Sharks didn't take them. It was strange seeing them as a kind of poorly coached unit considering that they've been a very strict team for the last few yeah, years. Yeah, like there's just but no way say, under Flano that that would, yeah. like Fafita's playing that kind of football. Like there's the, no way. It, brain frayed footy. But as you say, uh, Newcastle get a win. Decent, yeah, decent defensive effort. Good luck to them. And it did enjoy, did enjoy Gallon dropping the ball at the end and did enjoy the like, entire Newcastle side serving him. And Nathan Brown afterwards just doubling down. Yeah. It's good to see. Mitch yeah. Pierce walking into a Ford's melee and just patting Paul Gallon on the head and then walking off. Very yeah. good. But yeah, as we said, it's it'd be as a Knights fan, you must be stoked sitting there thinking, we won this game grittily, but we also won... There's, anyone there's no better really feeling yeah. in sport than not playing well yeah, and winning. Like, oh, me. yeah. One of my favorite wins of Broncos history is when we beat the Storm in Melbourne and we kicked like, with the record amount of dropouts. The I gritty win to the great. Yeah. Oh, Sean Johnson kicked a ball at 95 metres. He did. Uh, yeah, 100 metres, 90 on the fly. Genius on the microphone about five minutes later, Mark Gaznia calls Mitchell Pierce one of the best strikers of the ball. No, sorry, the best striker of the ball in the competition. I was like, mate, you just saw a game where the other guy kicked the ball <laughs> the literal distance of the field. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it, it is funny though. You've got. I mean, I know they were going in different directions, but we like we shouldn't touch on it. But like the, Matt Moylan's dropout, amazing. The it terrible. Like when you t- that was a Ronaldo. That it, was Ren- was it Ronaldo that double kicked a penalty. Yes, uh, it's, that's happened more than once. Yeah, he he's probably that. It was like when you're teaching a little kid how to drop kick for yeah. the first time, and you're mm. like, drop the ball on the ground and then kick it, and they drop it and wait for it to bounce, so and they then kick they it. kick it. He yeah. did that. It was yeah. quite, it was he, awesome. He'd watched like. He he turned on five oh five or whatever the Super Rugby's on late at night before this game, seeing you know the Jaguares trying to execute a short a short <laughs> dropout and gone. That doesn't look too hard. I'm sure yeah. I can do it. And, and then he's shinned it. And you know he had those moments, but he was still somehow pretty much a Sharks best player. That's how yeah. dismal the Sharks were on the day. He looked yeah. the most likely. Because he, he dropped that kick. He dropped off that kick as well, off, which had was that terrible. Bad, had another bad drop. Threw that threw that stupid pass he shouldn't have thrown when he made a half break and mm. turned it over in their half. But he was still was the only person who looked like something was going to happen when the ball was in his I hands. Only player like they cared. Anyway, moving it on. Eastern Suburbs sixteen, South twenty six. Try to tell you. Yeah, God. Why didn't want to listen? Why did we? Why did we? Well, the second or third biggest outsiders last week. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. They, they just don't think about losing. Do you, Do you think South's thought about losing? <laughs> I like that it's back mm. because it means <laughs> because it means we're winning. We were winning last year <laughs> too, now. and you didn't now. like it then either. Well, now <laughs> I'm not in love with it, but it, I mean, we'll bring you at, around. At this don't point, worry. it only gets played when we win games, so I'm okay with it. Um. 
Yeah, Adam Reynolds. Uh, amazing. Mercurial performance. Fantastic. Yeah. Mitch and I were discussing before you got here because we, we watched the mini-match over again. Um, oh, yeah. They have mini-matches Yeah, now. it's so good. Yeah, they're good. Shout-out, Kyle. No, no, shout-out. You pay us that we shout-out. <laughs> Sorry. We take Te- that back. Technically, you actually, actually they do pay me. KO sucks. Yep. <laughs> it may, may or may be aligned with Nazis. <laughs> it may not be. <laughs> I just like to distance myself. Just like to distance myself. Different departments. But it, it seems like he's traded uh, off like some of his goal kicking ability in exchange for like general play ability. Because he, he went from being like a couple of down years, but being the best goal kicker in the world, to now he's barely above average at goal kicking. But he is back to being the best like, kicking halfback goal, in the competition. Goal kicking, hu- hu- humble opinion, somewhat overrated. <laughs> You know, if you can score 15 tries in a game, you yeah, don't need to true. kick conversions. Yeah, I mean, Scoring it, points overrated if you can <laughs> score more of them. <laughs> Already we saw in this game better use of an interchange bench than we saw all of last year. And mm. I know that we've harped on about Anthony Seabold's inability to bench rotate, but he has a lot of positives and that's one of his few flaws, so we have to keep talking about it. Wayne yeah. Bennett did not make such a mistake. Liam Knight was one of the best forwards on the field yeah. on the night. Yeah. Mark Nichols, I mean, he was, he at, was, fault he for was, the, average, he was at fault for the Jake Friend try, but he ripped in. But and that's the whole yeah. point of these bench sessions. They mainly made the same mistake. It's like they don't have to be great. It just everyone else plays better when there's fresh legs. It's just that simple. Yeah. <laughs> and you get your head up and you kind of go, "Hang on, he's making a big run. Maybe I've got a bit more energy." Yeah. In the tank. I don't like, want to come you know, off. Liam Knight was, as you said, pretty good off the bench. But what you mentioned, Reynolds, and we also discussed this earlier, is that like now he's just in that part, the role where he's got creativity from Cook and Walker. He doesn't have to be creative. Yeah. yeah. And he's just a much better half. Like he's not a ball runner, and it's never coming. We know that now. He's not a ball runner. And he doesn't have to be in this current south side, that's okay. But it's like Wayne won a grand final with Jamie Soward and yeah. a bunch of ball runners. And he had it's... Darius Boyd was his ball player. Yeah. You know, he had Soward and Hornby. Yep. Like, you know, that's it. But wow. They were not great. And, and really, we mentioned it last week as well. He figured out Gagai to the wing already. Like, he had, did have one or two bad moments in this game, but he already was more involved. Mm-hmm. And then you had Braden Bird's at left centre look, look pretty good. He's pretty handy. Surprisingly, mm. very, very good. Burgess on the edge. Um, he's good as well. Cross. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have underestimated almost, almost the greatest coach of Almost 100 uh, post-contact really makes you think. I never underestimated the greatest coach of Yeah, we, we called South Premiers, didn't we, last week? We did. We sure did. But it was a um, great performance from South. It really was. Yeah, Cam Murray looks unbelievable. They just need to lock him up forever. He should be mm. the next... You know, he he's the guy they've got to build this team around. John going Sutton forward. is the next. He could. The, well, yeah. I mean, I think his ceiling is much. I, I love John Sutton. Don't get me wrong, but I think Cam Murray's ceiling at this point is you know Australian lock basically. Oh, so fair. That's ceiling. I'm not saying he will. Be, no, no, no. Ceiling but it's true. It's true. like, yeah, outstanding again. Like the 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 mixture of aggressive running and ball playing he brings, and this in a, this weird ability has to sniff out tries from nowhere. He did it a few times last year, and he did it again in this game. Got the boys on the board with that really smart heads up play to swipe that ball away and and put it down. It didn't look like a try live, and then you saw the replay and you're like, oh, well, he's I I think I said this while we were watching the game at home. I can't remember a play like that, like where somebody's just literally pinched it out of a player's hands in, and put like it down mid air and ground yeah. in like one movement. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, and you know, it, it could have been an entirely different game if Cordner didn't butcher that try. Sam Burgess with a brilliant tackle. Not the first time he's done it against the mm. Roosters as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I've, I went back and forth with this in my head all week, right? So, like, they couldn't win that game against the Roosters in, this, in the prelim last year because they couldn't break their line. This game, they score a bunch of tries. I don't want to say fluky because he's aiming for the goalposts mm. and they're by design, but they score a bunch of tries off kicks. 
And you know, some people look down their nose at that and they go, "Oh, well, you know, it's they." they I think uh, they I think almost kick like tries are worthless points. I think <laughs> someone's hit this if, week. Well, no, but some people almost think like that though. They're worthless. They, yeah, yeah. but you know, maybe that's the maybe that's the way you beat this team. Yeah, turn around. So, well, that's it, right? Their, their their defensive line is is fantastic, yeah. but you know that's. There's other ways to score points, and South showed it in this one. And not everyone has those talents, but Adam Reynolds has got that talent, and he's always been good at kicking at the post, be it on the ground or in the air, and it paid off in a big way in this game. Like, and like the Chooks made five line breaks to two. Yeah, but you know, as you say, statistics are great, but it's what you do with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And like uh, in this game as well, like the the Roosters really did miss. We you touched on it last week that Blake Ferguson yardage. They've got to find it somewhere, but it wasn't there in this game. And Tedesco was was relatively quiet for the, the quality player he is. Uh, they, just, they just didn't start their sets as effectively. They had good periods of this game, the Roosters did, but there were just a few things that felt off. And I know Angus Crichton's still coming back as well. But yeah, they're obviously not firing in this game anyway. They might this week. Weren't firing as much as people expected them to be the start of the year. Yeah. And potentially, I don't know if I really like the idea of Radley starting at lock yet. I know everyone wants to put him there and he's great and whatever, but he's actually, I really like him off the bench when he comes on fresh. And he starts smacking some blokes around. When he's starting at that, it's harder to be physical at his side in the there's, starting. There's side. no reason why your best forward can't come off the bench. The Broncos do it. Well, like, he's not even their like. Yeah. Well, he's not their best forward. It's just like, but he's the best role for the best out of him could be that off the bench. Mm. So, you know, it's just like you still have Isaac Liu, who's perfectly capable of starting. There. Yeah. Um, I, just on Tedesco, like it seemed a very deliberate tactic to kick to the sidelines all night because they just didn't want him touching the ball. Well, it's such a simple game plan, but you know, yeah. like a lot of teams just don't do it. Like yeah. kicking to kicking, not not necessarily just to the sideline, but we see so few teams kicking to space. Yeah, like yeah. we talked about it a hundred times on this show. Yeah, and uh, Jake Friend there, I, I put out a tweet last week that I said he challenged Cook for the uh, Australian jersey this year, and I got laughed at as you would for saying that. Played great, but yeah. uh, fant- played fantastic. He 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 said last year when he didn't get picked for Origin, it was uh, it was like the only year of the last ten years that McCulloch was better than him. Was coming into that, that was like the only time in that whole period that McCulloch would get picked ahead of Friend. But I think now we're getting on a little run now that Friend will probably walk into that jersey come Origin. But he just he looked in the best shape he's been in for a while. He didn't have he usually had a little bit of that. Baby body, like you know, the pudgy chest kind of yeah. thing going on, but he didn't have it in this game, and I thought he was—I thought he was great. I think every player looked in great shape. No one looked out of shape at all. No, not not one, not one of them at all. No, no. nobody. <laughs> Just move past it. The good um, thing about this game was that Latrell was so anonymous. I didn't get one next English mention during the game. Mm. Well, that I was mean, nice. To, it was nice of Channel Nine to have Greg Inglis specifically call him not the next Greg yeah, Inglis before the game starts. Yes, <laughs> the mind game started. Did that in the game. I mean, obviously yeah, I was yeah, at the game, course. so I didn't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, they had yeah. this little, they had this like presentation. You're, not, like, you're video. not the next Greg Inglis. You're you. Be you. And yeah. I was just oh, like, is this happening? Is this I real? don't even know if that's a dig. I don't think it is. It's not It's not a dig, but it's like, it's, it's he was like, don't listen to this rubbish game. coming from people saying this. Um, it's like, oh, people who say that, they're about to speak right now. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of things that are rubbish, watching mm. the footy at the SCG, it's yeah. rubbish. Yeah. I uh, feel bad for Roosters fans that they've got three years of that. <laughs> why? You why you do you feel bad for no, that? No, in all seriousness, like, uh, it, 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 Sorry, it wasn't great to watch rugby league there. It's fine for cricket and AFL if that's your bag. I don't know why you're listening to this podcast if you enjoy AFL, but um, yeah, maybe they listened to that five minutes we did once and just stayed, <laughs> and like, oh, it's just, just it comes back. into my feet. But now. honestly, I had no idea what was going on at the other end of the ground. Um, That's you right. generally. I was going to say neither did most. Well, no, usually fans. I don't have any idea what's going on at either end of the <laughs> <Yeah>. ground. <laughs> but specifically this game, I, fiz- I just couldn't even see up the other end because not only are you it's, already like, yeah. it's not, it's, it's it's worse than being in like a corner at another stand because not only are you like already so far away because the field's long. You're also got that extra forty meters of like empty space between yeah. the field and the fences, and so not just like, that, but the SCG is a camp, very heavily cambered pitch, so like yeah. it rises in the middle at the pitch. 
Yeah, it's just a, terrible. It's just a hole, and there's lots of games coming there in the next three years. Yeah, yeah. it's actually not that great to watch from TV either. I mean, no. they the figured the angle out a bit more though. They used to be a bit more zoomed back when they uh, showed games. I'm, 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 sh- I'm very happy for both teams that no one ended up with a knee injury in this game. It's it's coming though, right? It's, there's little, yeah. little doubt point. it's coming. I, 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 it's I'm not to sound selfish, but I'm very happy Souths don't have to play there again. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's coming. Like just like when Suncorp was a sandpit, it's, it was a bound, bound to happen. It's a matter of time until someone does their knee yeah. on this ground. Uh, moving on, Saturday. Afternoon, Saturday evening, New Zealand time. Warriors 40, Canterbury Banks down 6. Um, cons- well, he was shit. I was looking for the uh, prices <laughs> wrong horn, but I'll take that, to be honest. Uh, the Warriors, wowee. We? we all tip them. I mean, yeah, but they, I did not anticipate Kieran being this good. He looked fantastic. Uh, um, front runner for Rookie of the Year already. It's been one game. I don't know. One game. Calm yourself down. Okay, I'm calm. Yeah. My apologies. But he did play well. Mm. Um, yeah... I don't know. I, I, we, we're wary of overreacting to things after yeah. a game. I know that. But the Warriors looked great. Perhaps yeah. I was wrong last week. Maybe well, I wasn't. I, but I, p- I picked them ninth saying they would be better than people think they're going to be. But I just still think they, 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 they blew the doors off a bad Bulldogs team. And even on the commentary mentioned that there is challenges coming that they're not this Bulldogs. Well, th- this we'll week will be them. good. I mean, the, them and West are two teams that are sort of in that middle pack. So that'll be a good game this week. But mm. staying with this one, Bulldogs are just... Not, not very good. See, the thing with a bulldog from a genetic point of view is that okay. it can't breathe. <laughs> and yep. that's what happened to this team. Well, it's it's sometimes you go into a season where you look at a team on paper and we did it last week. You pull out the weaknesses. You pull out Napa can't, it's not a ball carrier anymore. <laughs> you pull out that, you know, Montoya and Holland yeah. can't defend. You pull out that Lachlan Lewis has got to come back to the pack and him and Foran are the same kind of player. You know, you do this X, Y, Z, you put mm. it all down on paper. But then the first game happens and a few things surprise you. Yeah. Nah. No, nope. <laughs> and like we like the podcast last week went for two hours. To be honest, we could have spent two hours just talking about the Bulldogs' weaknesses. Yeah, mm. yeah. The, the only For, Foran's hair being the main one, mate. Look, I am a I am a purveyor of the ponytail, or in this case, the man bun. But like that is shocking. It suits you though. Luke, Luke, Luke Lewis did say he looked like Dora the Explorer. I thought he, they were going to lose by twenty just based on his haircut. Unless Kieran Foran is also a bleeding heart socialist, he can't have a ponytail. Mm. No, he can't. At least he's got his hair still. Aaron Woods is. Come on, mate. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let it go, champ. Speaking of a big week for eggs. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're at, at a Bulldogs fan, I think the, the positives are like Hoppawati was okay, and I thought Harawira Naira was, was solid off the bench, but everything else is just... Do you ugh. feel that they tried hard? No. no. I don't even feel that. That would be Some of those try, like That Peter Hiku try was an embarrassment. Like, yeah. That was just sheer disinterest. Who asked Shek's try was bad. Yeah. Uh, even Kieran's try was, wasn't that. Like, a lot nice of them, they step, were easy. Though, they were easy. They were too easy. Like, Holland and Montoya are swinging gates, and I think it's just a matter of time until Montoya's out of first grade for Morgan Harper to get a run there. I did or see perhaps Hopawati so- centers and Mani fullback. I did, I did see look at the... Somebody, sorry, Dale, you no, go. No, 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 you go. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, it popped, like, I saw their lineup named on Facebook during the week, the Bulldogs, and like... Every single top comment was Bulldogs fans being like, why is Montoya in the team? It's not so, good. Hmm? Mm. Uh, yeah, it's one of those ones, I mean, we spoke about it last year, would have loved to have seen them somehow keep the Morris boys there just because it locks an edge down and you've still got enough young fellas going around. But it's, I don't know what would have to happen for me to change my pick to these guys to the Spoon team. Mm. I mean, we, you know, Lachlan Lewis was inevitable. I think what will happen last year is that's it. We had our fun, but everyone knows what he is now. Yeah. You know, and it, the Warriors caught him a few times in this game. That slow kicking motion, you're not going to get away with it this year, mate. We know what you're doing. Did he get origin hype last year? I no. Like... Uh, pop, no, Possibly. Uh, Related to Wally Lewis, think about yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, that wasn't great. But then the Warriors just absolutely dominate, took advantage of every yeah, they, opportunity. Yeah, they, they, they were fantastic. Blake Green was great all over the pitch. He was, he was fantastic. Um, Nathaniel Roach was a great feeling at hooker for Isaac Luke and... 
he's been kind of on the bubble for a few years now, and it's why they haven't extended Luke for a long time. But he's also spent the last two years injured. So, you know, maybe this is the year he kind of grows and, and, and takes the role over next season. I can't help but feel we might have slept on the fact that Blake Green's been basically waiting his whole career to be the primary to be the guy, playmaker to on be a the team. Guy, yeah. I don't think we slept on it. We mentioned it. We mentioned it that he he has the ability to play like that if somebody fades out of a game. We definitely spoke but about that last year. The foot was on the throat, and he and he and he ripped him to shred. He and he did take advantage yeah. of it completely. But I think it's one of those things. It's the same thing with Adam Reynolds. It's like there's still parts of his game that are missing that you just he's not getting. And maybe maybe Kieran can do something there. Maybe Tuvasa Shit can as well. But it's it's hard to judge on this. It was an ideal scenario game. They just on dominant from the start to the end. It's hard to judge of what. Could yep. fall apart for them. I, I think you can't judge the teams that did really well in round one after a game, but I think you can go ahead and judge yeah. some of these what teams. Say? That one, one game doesn't win you a premiership, but you it can, can definitely can lose it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Bulldogs are not going to win the NRL premiership in 2019. Yeah. Pretty bold. Exactly. Thank you. That's good. But yeah, the Warriors are still going to be an enjoyable team when they're on top. There's no doubt about Agree, that. Agree, 100%. Just a lot of I'm looking forward to that game there. this week. That should be a cracker between them be. and Wests. Uh, moving on, speaking of West, Set you up. Uh, thank you. Uh, West Tigers 20, Manly Warringah 6 at a fairly damp Leichhardt Oval. Uh, speaking of players, places that players will get knee injuries. Uh, uh, I, I believed in you, Desi. Yeah. Um, You've made a fool out of me. <laughs> you made a fool of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> no one even challenges to believe in you. <laughs> Why did we do that to ourselves? I don't know. I'm not sure. It just felt right. Um <laughs> Everyone was doing it at the time. <laughs> they really weren't, though. We were really, <laughs> we we were not, really on an island with this shit. It was like three of us. It was like Dez's family, maybe. <laughs> Peter Peters. Peter Peters. He's in. He's all in. Zorb, Zorb was in. Oh, that was it. Um, who who got butchered worse this week? Uh, Manly or the try? The, the Brendan Allen oh. runaway try. Ugh. Just pass the ball, mate. Yeah, that's a that's Or do horrible. anything other than just run into the fullback. Like, step <laughs> or something. Like, it's like his brain just stopped processing what was happening. Legs just like, kept okay, going. Yeah. Upper body... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the first half of this game was, was to and fro. It really was. And Manly might have even been on top in the first mm. half. They had a couple of opportunities they, they bombed. Then a sort of a fluky try yeah, but breaks the game. Nothing yeah. fluky about that second and third try, no. though. But the second half, the, the Tigers just played wet with the footy. They turned the screws on. They had lots of really nice last tackle options. They abused Brendan Elliott at fullback being out of position. Lots of early kicks. And, they, yeah, that's it. They, they, got the, they got ahead and they didn't let Manly out of their half. They didn't yeah. let, let the pressure off Manly. And then without someone like Tom Dvojevic... There isn't really a way for Manly to get out of their half. Yeah, <laughs> you know, once they bog down, match there, unless, ball, you just trample teams. Unless, yeah, unless you give a penalty away or they, you make mistakes, they're not getting up your end of the field. And uh, you know, Madge did do some interesting things with this team. We made some changes before round one, and they look good. I mean, Thomas McKayley, I don't know how to say it, or if it's McHale. They were saying McKayley on the coverage. He looked really nice off the bench. He brought some impact. Uh, I thought Luke Garner, who I didn't think much of, having seen him play reserve grade in the past. Had a great, you know, coming out party in this game. And when he bodied Cherry Evans, it was a fantastic run. And he looked likely a few other times. And maybe the Chris Lyons injury might turn out to be an advantage mm. for them in the long run. Well, I mean, as you say, if you've got a player like that coming in in a very, you know, young in his career, and he's going to put on a show like that. Yeah. And I know making Daily Cherry Evans sit down in a deck chair is not exactly an occupational health and safety hazard. But, like... If you've got an option like that to come out of Reggie's, then yeah, it's good. More I, I, teams want they, that. I don't want to name names, but like they always had the Tigers' biggest problem over the last few years was they always had like two or three forwards that were completely not good. Yeah, and yeah. they don't really have any nuffies but, that they're well, carrying. Well, they have anymore. backup. They got Matt Eisenhuth who can come in. There yeah, already, mm. which is good. And then Ryan Madison is. I didn't like him as an edge last year, despite the numbers he put up at the Roosters. But he's actually trimmed down a bit. And he's come back in more of a shape as an edge forward, and I thought he was exceptional as well. And Josh Allaire off the bench. 
He's had periods in his career so far, and we don't know if it's changed yet either, but he's had periods of looking like a great impact forward, and he had it again in this game. And so they, their, their pack just got on top as the game rolled on, and Dez didn't use his bench. He, he used you know the four middles in the first half, which was Jake, Tavojevic, uh, Fanua Blake, Martin Tapao, and then Jack Kosevsky is not really a noted big fella. That's all he used all he used in the first half. And then second half was the same thing till about, I think, the 60th minute or so. Uh, they finally used Tanjanoa and Toff Sipley, and it's just... You're not going to compete in the NRL now doing that. Especially, especially not in round one. You're not fit enough to compete like that in round one. To, must say, on, on the topic of players who have trimmed down, significant deficit of overweight blokes in the first week. Very significant deficit. Did you notice that? This did you see, I didn't see any at the uh, game I attended. You know, not one. None? No, too far down the other end yeah, of the field. I was going to say. The it's, it's easy to... It, it's like Predator. You can't see them if they're not moving. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Adam Fanil uh, Blake... Um, that tackle was horrendous. Yeah, him and Lodge, terrible tackles. Terrible. Both deserve the sideline. As, as a man with terrible knee injuries, I completely... I dis, yeah. They disinterest me. Um, do we, do <laughs> I we just didn't get my knee blown out. Yeah. <laughs> not, so, not here for it. Look, it's... Have you guys tried not, not getting injured? It's really easy. I'm not yeah, aware of this. Don't get injured. Uh, yeah. Speaking of not injured, North Queensland 24, St. George Illawarra Terrible segue when we had like the worst injury of the weekend came out of this game. Um, This... <laughs> I, I you've, watched, you've bottled this. I watched the footage live and I thought... I. I thought that he'd blown his knee out because he went down and his knee went under Tamari Martin and like he kind of buckled out on his right knee and then I saw it from the other angle and I turned the TV off. This is off. worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, this but is worse. you've got to say... You should look so you're a Dragons fan, played, not because of the pain. He played on. In I, the moment, it's worse, but obviously it's better long-term. He'll be fine. Yeah. But, yeah, like poor bloke. Yeah. Um, I liked. I saw someone say. I think it was NRL Physio update of the injury. It's like good news. It's not a ruptured testicle. It's only a lacerated testicle. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, thank God. Fantastic. Thank only God. lacerated my testy. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is better. <laughs> it is better. Like, Come on. It is his job to tell us <laughs> how bad injuries are, and he has look, done. How a many weeks? Yeah, it's how not, many look, weeks it's not terminal brain cancer. It's terminal lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that? Oh, thank you. We can replace your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jason Tamalolo. Still good. Uh, he, I think Who he knew? recorded about 1,200 metres in this yeah, one. Yeah, that's accurate. didn't like him on the edge for the no. first 20 minutes. And then he even said after the game he kind of struggled out there. And But to somehow come, then play middle for like 40 minutes and just dominate the game is something else. And I think, again, we spent, mentioned size athleticism earlier. He's always had that in spades. And him in mm. open space is fantastic. The only thing I didn't like about it is that he didn't have the balls to run over Widdop's face. I was yeah. just about why to say, he speaking pa- of people who made business decisions. Why are you passing it, yeah. like Gareth Widdop was crazy enough, as he did in that situation, to run at Tamalolo. He's crazy. I think, I want to body this guy. And yeah. Tamalolo should have gone, you know what? I'm going to body you as well <laughs> and send him into the fucking moon. That's what he should have done. <laughs> you, they didn't make him think about running at him again. But yeah, yeah he passed it like a coward. The big man in open space. Get him, yeah. a, get him an NFL contract. Yeah, nice finish by Nene McDonald as well against mm. his old team. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Dragons are always going to struggle without Debellum, but like at, at the end of the day, I just think we're going to see more from the Cowboys than we saw last year, just in all facets. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, fit, Maguire fit is so big for them. and I thought he was average on the day. No, but I just, think but... He, I just think he makes them better. He does. And he does. Like, I mentioned last week that we thought Michael Morgan was the most forgotten about you know elite player in the comp, but he was... Yeah. Fantastic and again. Lovely he ball playing really. from the ass man. That's, oh, the, who, that's who the Sharks need. Well, as he, a ball playing forward. I mean, if Tamola wasn't so good, Arsman was the, the second best player on the field. You know, We'd be talking about that field. little ball he threw to Morgan. Yeah, but, he no. came on and changed that game. I mean, the first twenty or thirty minutes, it was it was to and fro. It was the Dragons were in this game? Hell, they were up on the scoreboard, and the Arsman came on and took over. Mm. He's an exceptionally talented player. The Dragons. It's one of those things. I'd really. Really hated it, and I knew it was a possibility. But I really hate the idea of changing your spine for twenty minutes a week. I hate it. And, and it, 
as we said last week, if you're going to change this, like, there has to be a better way to do it. You can't... There, you like, just, ta- like, just take Widdop off or, or ta- take do Norman something. Off. Yeah. Like, I hate the idea of every week moving every single one of them. It doesn't make sense. So you move Hunt to Hooker, Norman to seven, Widdop to six, and Dufty on the field. You you go from 100% good player, four, four 100% good players to four 80% good players. Also, yeah. why does McInnes need to come off at all? I don't... Well, it's, it's like, like... that I can understand. Well, like, why? if, he's, if, he, 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 if can... he wants a rest, he wants a rest. But, but he doesn't like, need to. He, he doesn't play, need he to. He played yeah. 80 for two years straight. It's just a way of forcing Dufty's involvement and it doesn't make the team better. It's what, that's my problem with I it. just think that Norman signing is already looming as a huge mistake. Well, they've yeah. done they just it. didn't need to do it. They've done it for next I season. I understand why they've done it. it's a mistake for this season. Sign him from 2020. This is the NRL. People sign stupid contracts. Just that, like, people kick the can down the line all the Angus Crichton played a whole season for South last year when everybody in the world knew he was going for the Roosters. I don't think the Eels would like the Eels were pushing him to go now. But yeah. like just play Norman at fullback. He's not good there either, but it's like then if you're gonna take some if you're gonna throw Dufty on, take Norman off. Oh hell, Norman can be a fourteen for a year. Yeah. Like figure something else out. And, and that makes I more hate sense Duffy's a fourteen too. Yeah, it makes more Norman sense can, because you can Norman play, can play you can play them really. in the, yeah. Yeah. But like Dufty to me, I hate the idea of him as a fourteen because he actually can't play anywhere but fullback. You can't put him on at centre. You can't put him on a hooker. You that was going to be my next wing. point. You can't drop somebody like Lafay or Aiken who contribute somewhat, like who contribute defensively and offensively for a bloke who literally is just fast. But, it, but it's like what happens if there's an injury is that it's a total reshuffle that you have to have Dufty go to fullback. But say, um, say one of the centres goes down. Who's playing center? Yeah, do you then Corey put Norman? I guess. Yeah, do yeah. You put Norman in the center. It's, it's or Luciano. It's like Ooh. yeah, <laughs> but that's get it. the big like, rig out there. Let him throw. Zach Lomax, if he's not starting, he should know. be a fourteen. And Ravalava had some nice moments in this game, but also you can see he's raw, and it's really hard for me to get around putting him ahead of Lomax because of that. Because Lomax is raw too, but obviously he's raw as well. But he's a more talented player in my opinion, and mm. I can see why they use Ravalava, and I could see another club doing it. But when you have someone like Lomax sitting there as well, I don't get it. Yeah, I have this horrible feeling Duffy's going to be playing for the Cutters at some point. Well, he sh- he should be right. Just for, for on a, yeah. from a practical standpoint, probably. If he's your f- okay, say you so say you made that signing for Corey Norman for twenty twenty, and then you've re-signed Duffy for twenty twenty. Okay, well twenty twenty he's my fullback, but twenty nineteen he's not. So twenty nineteen he's playing reserve grade every game of this season. Yeah, and this is the injury in first grade. He's my reserve grade fullback. He's getting it being better at being a fullback. Mm. That's what I'm doing with him. And yeah, I don't know. Mary, it's one of those things. He's trying to. He likes keeping the boys happy, and this feels like the kind of thing trying to keep Dufty happy. Oh, I still play him in first grade and whatever. And, yeah. You know, th- we have had one of those teams that I think we all mentioned last week. We could. We didn't know if we could put them, you know, in the eight or out of the eight. But it already feels like one of those teams that things are just going wrong. DeBellin's out. Frizzell Frizzell's injured. They haven't really figured the spine out. It feels like things are already starting to, to snowball. And it, you know, it's hard to make that call in round one when they lost and bloody North Queensland in bad weather. But it just doesn't feel right so far. Mm. Fair point. Well made. Uh, yeah. Don't and do it again, Sir George. Yeah, and the Cowboys weren't as good as people were saying they were, by the way. They were good, but they, they, they look like a top eight team. Like Which is what we all think they are. Yeah. I think they're, we all said they would be. Yeah. They look like an eight team, but there's still some questions there. There's still Kahu's an average fullback, and he was. The yeah, back line looks pretty average still. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jordan Kahu got Dalian points, mate. So yeah, he did. Get that up <laughs> on <yeah>. your Hodges. <laughs> All righty. Penrith, 12. Parramatta, 20. Mm. Top eight. Shout out, shout out to the little girl wearing a Panthers jersey holding a sign saying, Come, Come on, Parra. Parra. Yeah, I loved it. Great Big spot. Like Everybody it. who Cannot saw that. lose. Never yeah, lost. Never lost. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Penrith. Horrible. Michael Jennings still hates them. Like He really enjoys scoring drives against them. He good. has ever since he left. And it's been, what, six or seven years since he left them now? I like it. It's great. The hatred has not simmered down. 
He's everything you aspire to be. He is. <laughs> if I can hold that hatred for that long. Very true. And I have. If I can continue to do so into my well, grey hair you did tip the eels days. out of sheer hatred. I so. did tip the uh, out of sheer knowledge. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and hatred. Um, but yeah, Penrith were... Um, they were close to the worst team this weekend in terms of the expectation and Versus the performance result, that came yeah. out. They what they they had they made ten errors in, in yardage showing their own forty. They made ten errors and they had fifteen in total, but ten was by far the most of anyone this week. Like uh, terrible. You can't just you cannot win football games dropping the ball down your end. It's that simple. Are we all ready for T V media to make us hate Dylan Brown by like round fifteen? Yes. But he looked he was good. It was great. But, but I, I'm weary it's gonna happen. It was already talking about oh there was mate, an article today calling him the next Peter Sterling. Was it? I think there was. There like, you keep be. talking while I try to find that. I mean, it can't be hard to find. <laughs> but it was like already... I'll give you jo- a clue where it'll be. <laughs> Joey's talking that bullshit about, oh, his legs go fast and his hands go slow. That's what makes a good young half. It's like, mate, you've said that about every young half you've liked ever. You said that about, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's that? The the uh, se- the former Raiders half that went to the Dragons, Josh McCrone. Josh McCrone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. You said about every young half you've his, ever seen. His brain went slow, to be fair. Yeah, he wasn't and, uh, very good. But yeah, the, the Parramatta team, they're kind of shaking up how they've played. They've offloaded a lot more. And, you know, Brad Arthur was a coach who, who likes structure. And he came from the, the storm system a few years ago. So him letting a team offload is, is a big shake-up as well. Mm. But they, um, they, play, they took the game physically to Penrith. And I Penrith feel like... Penrith really just had no response. Yeah. I feel like the scoreline actually flattered Penrith. Mm. I feel like losing by eight points flattered them. And losing Nathan Brown for half the season is already huge for the Eels. That happened. I was like, geez, this team is in serious trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Again, but they they had a great game on the day. They had um they had Clint Gutherson look look fit again after that ACL injury. He carded the ball twenty six times. It's a big effort. Yeah. Uh, I, I apologize. I read it wrong. It was the young half who can finally put the critics to bed according go. to Peter Sterling. Yeah. But it was about Mitch uh, Moses. Just put them together. Oh, Mitch God. Moses. The yep. next Peter Sterling. Oh yeah, Tipper Morrow, you're fooling nobody. You're bald champ. <laughs> Take that head get off you bald fool. <laughs> Let us all see that chrome dome. <laughs> okay. But they a have few, got a, a, there are a few nude nuts at uh, at Para. They've got yeah, hair yeah. per capita not high. Yeah, like you've sparse. Got, you've got what Fergo. You have Tepai. Tim Manor. You have Tim Manor. You have David Gower, and then you've also got like pr- I'm sure they're bald soon. Like Kane Evans and Nathan Brown. Uh, like, D- Daniel Alvaro looks bald Alvaro. from a distance because he he's very uh, very light. He does, and then you've got Jennings, who's grey now. It's that's that's bizarre. That's a good look. Fer- yeah. Fergo was already making them better. He was good way. in the first Which, half. Well, we figured out where uh, the Roosters' yards went. Yeah. Yeah. They went to Penrith on the weekend. Yeah, you've got to be concerned about Josh Mansour's form too at this point as a, par- uh, P- a Penrith fan. Sorry, he was yeah. been average last year as well. I know well, he's been up and down. Their with entire backline didn't really cover themselves they in didn't. glory. Either. Dylan Edwards didn't have a particular game. But either. yeah, but, but Mansour making three errors coming out of your own half as a guy who's the, built his basis on coming out of your own half. Yeah, not not, a, good. not a great look. And then you've also got to like look at not everybody, but I thought Tarnow was really good, and the rest of the forwards weren't. Mm. It was like I, I agree. Campbell Gillard was just average. It, it to me like you always say that you've got to kind of earn the right to play wide. Mm. Like they just they didn't earn the right to get over the ad line. They didn't. They it's did a, not. It was a pretty thin bench they ended up with on the weekend as well. Mm. They did. I mean that that yeah. is a factor. But uh, yeah, they couldn't bounce back to the uh, Paramount's physicality. And then Moses and Dylan Brown played well off the back of it. And Dylan Brown, it's just like as you mentioned there, the hype's not going. Is is coming and it's coming quickly. But already they're talking about and it's. Pressured on them because there's rumours the Warriors are chasing him too. But they're already talking about now giving him a $2 million contract, which is still, I think it's over three or four years. What could go wrong? But it's just one of those things. Paradis can't have nice things. Yeah. But they cannot get away with like having... We had a cheap rookie halfback for three years. No, that doesn't happen. It's like you have one good game or good 10 games and we're paying you, like, we're paying you good money already. It's like 
they just can't get away with having nice things. They just that everyone at their team gets paid at least their market value. It just feels like yeah. And the ones who don't like Semi, he left. <laughs> it's just that when he, he was just like, I'm going to go and be the best at another sport. <laughs> another sport, yeah. Okay, bye. But yeah, there's certainly some signs there, that signs of life at Parramatta with a uh, with this season's kicking off. That there was a bit more to, a bit more of a platform to work on than it was last year. And Junior Paulo comes in this week with Brown out, so mm. maybe that'll do something. And Penrith, I mean, again, we're not going to write them off after one game, but no team's going to win a game of football dropping the ball that much in their own half. Forwards went crash hot. And then I thought the halves were pretty average again too. I mean, I'm still waiting for Nathan Cleary to be anything more than a solid defender in a good kicking game. And Re- it's not like a reasonable a, kicking game. Yeah, not even match. a great kicking game. Just a good kicking game. And yeah, I think we're still waiting. It's his fourth season of first grade now. And it's, at some He's point... up to what? Almost 100 appearances. Yeah, at some point, criticism has to come his way. It's no longer as a young half. It's yeah. more as someone who had to have stood up at some point. Like, and I know he's only played one series, but like he's a representative half. Yeah, he is. Now. And he was anonymous in that series. Yeah. As he was for much of this game. Anyway, mm. speaking of anonymous, Gold Coast, nil. Canberra, 21. Canberra, keep a clean sheet. Yeah. It says it all about the fragility of this team that our good friend Nick Campton, even at 19 nil with four <laughs> minutes to go, I'm like, mate, you've won. He's like, I've seen them lose from here. Like, <laughs> four times they did it last year. <laughs> uh, uh, the Titans look like a team that want to be euthanized. Jesus Christ! They they <laughs> looked fucking terrible. Like yeah. I know that I know that we we slag teams, but like they look like they'd been up for a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've... and the Raiders looked decent. Yeah, your boy Nickel Clockstad looked did it looked quite good. Also I mean, rocking a top. There's, there's my signing of the year. Call. Yeah, Looking good call good. by you. He and, looks um, elusive. Not a rookie of the year candidate, John Bateman at yeah, Lord was great. Harry Ramage, shit down. <laughs> Sorry to, to let everybody else behind the curtain. Our good friend Harold Ramage in the Boom Rookies group chat has all day been arguing that he's a rookie because the Super League doesn't count. To which we replied that that meant that Sam Burgess and James Graham would have been rookies of the year. To which he replied, "Yes, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if, that's, if I get this one, I get those two as well." Twenty-eight-year-old James Graham, look, I lo- rookie I lo- of the year. Lovely some Harry Ramage, but he he has some weirdly staunch takes on the Super League, just like and when he called goes, Jordan. Turn of the worst signing of the year, and, and nobody goes, well, like, goes, you can't have that. Signing. This is the hill I'm willing to die on, and I was like, This is a pretty obtuse hill, man. Bold strat, and yeah, John Bateman was he was the performance of the week almost, yeah, just because just an absolute shit house. I loved him, I yeah. loved him as well. He, he was aggressive, and he has such great leg speed for a, for a small fellow in the middle, and that's the kind of thing like he's smaller than someone like Matt Gillett, but he's twice as physical, if not more. And he played in the face of, of the, the Titans pack, took on the physical guys. And the motor on him, after not playing preseason and playing in that weather... Is he, is he, he, the, he would have is loved he the bad the boy too. version of Cam Murray? Bad boy Cam Murray. Is he dark Cam Murray? He's dark Cam Murray. Is he white Kenny Edwards? Because I'm in on that too. <laughs> <laughs> in for the rustling. If I get some cramp next week, I might be all in on John Bateman. But I mean, yeah, it's only the first game he played, but it was an exceptional start for him. And obviously bigger challenges are coming in terms of physicality in the middle. But again, that's one of those issues with the Titans is that they should be physical in the middle and they weren't. I mean, Ryan James played on the edge at the start and was anonymous again and then came in the middle later. But it's too late once you've lost that battle. Yeah. He should be in that middle there using his ruck control and, and, and fighting against stuff. Like Papali and and uh, and Bateman having having a field day. Shannon Boyd seven meters a run. Yep, and he played like two seventeen minutes stints or so, wasn't it? Yeah, good. And yeah, before the there game, was no way of, there was no way of seeing that coming. And just one of the things they knew before this in the week leading this game, they knew Ash Taylor was in doubt. And you hit me with this rubbish excuse of not playing AJ Brimson in the starting lineup because you got to ease him back in. Well, if you knew Ash Taylor was in doubt and you're easing him back in, why was someone like Riley Jackson not in the 21 and not in the yeah. 19? And then all of a sudden, actually, no, in this instance with injury, no, Boomson's fine to start at 5'8". So, so he can, he's 
not in good enough shape to start at fullback, but he's good enough shape to start at 5'8 and work his shoulder over the entire game. Mm. And I know they couldn't have helped losing Tyrone Roberts as well, but it's just a team that looks rudderless. And this week they've got no Tyrone again, and Riley Jacks is in again. And it's what, just what's like, up? What's uh, Tyrone's injury? Is that a calf or an Achilles? Or they, well, they thought Achilles, but it's calf, isn't it? I'm yeah. not sure. But it's just it's just one of those teams that, like I said over the off season, I don't care what they are on paper. I don't rate the coaching or the system there. Yeah. And again, they went out there and they don't play out the team that they look like they're on paper. Mm. And already again, they've dropped. So they've already they dropped. Uh, Anthony Don in preseason, and then one week into the season, they've dropped Philip Sami for Anthony Don. It's like already, you've decided that Sami's not the guy, and Don is after mm. a game where Sami wasn't bad. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I mean, Tyrant Tyrant Peachy missed two tackles on a single scoring play, which, <laughs> to my mind, is amazing commitment to the the school yeah. of missing tackles. And the most shocking thing ever was Bryce Curry being the same, just blur playing when he came on, right? Mm. I mean, blur is kind. Talk about the preseason all you want. He didn't do it on the day. Yeah. And then for, yeah, for Canberra, you had Nickel Klockstad was, was really good at fullback. I think probably better than Whiten's looked a lot in a while there. And then yeah. Whiten at six. I mean, it was the ideal scenario for him at, at 5'8", that the team was on top. It was where they, all they had to do was run and then kick the ball. But his kicking was nice. Yep. Whiting was decent. I do worry about his playmaking. You know, there was times in this game that it got to him and the ball died in his hands. Where, you know, when you've got Croker outside, you probably should utilise him a bit. And especially got Cottridge as well, who didn't touch the ball much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, interesting. And then they've got Rapana back this week somehow already. It's certainly, that is, the, the mind boggles at that. Nice to see uh, Simonson, Simonson get a get a try in front of his old man. Yep. Very lovely. Oh, and Corey Horsberg. Not... Horsburgh. Horsburgh. It's yeah. killing me. It's not spelled. I don't know where they got bruh from and how it's spelled. Horsburgh. He mm. was um, nice off the bench. The physicality he brought in, t- in defence was good. Did drop an elbow into a man's face. Yeah, he, he wasn't that great cutting the ball. But yeah, so far the first week, the lightweight middle for, for the Raiders worked out. We'll see how it lasts with the, the wear and tear of a, of a long season. And they're but, playing some big boys this week. Yeah, yeah. At, so. at home as well on a Friday night. They got a short turnaround too. Mm. So they do. See how that goes. Storm will have what eight days rest as yeah. well. Yes, uh, and they're robots, so they don't need rest. They just plug in. That's true. Uh, do we want to tip next week's games? Sure. Alrighty, Thursday night at Jubilee Stadium in Cogra, St George Illawarra versus South Sydney. Souths. Give me Souths. Souths indeed. Uh, Friday, the early game at Canberra Stadium, Canberra versus Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne handy favourites here. Yeah, we just talked about this. I don't know. I liked what I saw from Canberra, but it's it's the Storm. Yeah. I need to see it a couple more times. Yeah, storm. Ca- Canberra. I have, they've always been a bit of a thorn in the Storm True. side, but I am picking the Storm as well. Uh, give me the Storm, but not but not by many. Uh, Seven fifty five. It's a Queensland derby. It's Brisbane versus the Cowboys at Lang Park. Yeah, so it's Broncos missing Matt Lodge. Is, is a big big thing in this big game. Pangai yep. starting at prop is a, is a good good inclusion, and then Fafita on the right edge is decent as well. But mm. I'm surprised to see the Broncos like a dollar fifty. I was going to say game. Cowboys two forty is ludicrous. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm tipping the Broncos is at Suncorp. Should be evens. They're a better team at Suncorp, but this is one of those games that your guess is as good as mine. Broncos Cowboys. Alrighty, uh, give me the Broncos again. Not by many. Uh, uh, Cowboys by Cowboys? two. Why not? Yeah, good call. Alrighty. Uh, Cronulla Sutherland versus the Gold Coast at Egging Nazis is as bad as the left <laughs> stadium. Well done. That's Thank good. you. That's good. Three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Um, give, well, me the, give me the Sharks by f- 23. Yeah, let's let's hope they learn from their mistakes of last week and put the Titans to the side. Uh, plus or minus seven for the Titans points scored. Uh, Over. Over? Over? Yeah. Yeah, fair. Uh, give me the Sharks, as I said. Uh, Newcastle versus Penrith wow. at Hunter Stadium. 
This is if you're Knights, you're pretty happy you're backing up at home yes. against Penrith in this situation. Um, I think Penrith, if the Knights play the same as they did last week, I think someone like Maloney is too good to let them get away with it. I know Maloney had a pretty average game last week, but he mm. won't let them jam in like that. It's that simple. I think Penrith might just go home with the biscuits late. Uh, give me the Knights, but again, not by many. I think this will be a pretty close round, to be honest. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, Knights are pretty short favourites, but I'll take Penrith as well. I think Knights... I'm going to say Knights half-time, Penrith full-time. How about the Knights are four of their first five at, at home, by the way? I wonder why that is. Do they but have it sounds like a, you, said, you think it's a good thing, but it's like, well... It means at would, the end of the... Grand, at the yeah, end of the no, you, you've got to play the same number of home and away games. So that's how Yeah, actually, works. they've got what, five of the first seven at yeah. home. They yeah. must have some monster truck shit up there. I don't know what Newcastle's like. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, Saturday night at Brookvale, Manly Wooringa versus Eastern Suburbs. Give me the Chooks by two dozen points. Yeah, it's a good get healthy game for the for the Roosters. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Good Too input. Easy. Oh well, I'm already yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're I'm, I'm already starting to regret picking Manly to make the eight. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> really? <laughs> we're uh, we're, know, we're an hour into episode two. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, let the fans forget about it. it didn't happen. We'll redact okay. it from that episode. <laughs> good. Um, they might get tonked in this game. But speaking of things I want to forget about, what's the next game? Canterbury Bankstown versus Parramatta at the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, good. Um, Parramatta by a few for me. Mm. Para. Mm. Yes. But I will refuse to watch out of principle. Fair enough. That is the, that's the, that's <laughs> so the Sunday. We'll refuse game. to listen next week as well. No, they have to listen anyway. They have to. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. uh, we're the last game of the round: West Tigers versus New Zealand Warriors at God's Country, Campbelltown Stadium. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm keen. This game's this gonna, is be gonna be. Are you gonna a, go? Uh, it depends on work, but I would love to get out there. Yeah. It, Probably the game of the round after the, the Friday Saturday, Friday games and this one, the games that are around you'd be looking forward to. Um, Warriors have Isaac Luke back in the 21. They have Papa, Papa Lee back on the bench, so he might start. Tigers at the same team. This is the first uh, versus third, boys. With Moses Zembai <laughs> yeah, in 18th man. I am going to take the Warriors. I'll take the Warriors as well, but I don't, again, I, I think this is going to be close. I... I can see why the Tigers are favourites, mm. but Campbelltown is as close as they'll get to a home game apart from the Gold Coast. So, yeah, it's, I, I think I think the Warriors is just a bit more complete team at this time, a bit more ready. Yeah, Madge so. ball, keep it rolling. Yeah. Mm. West, yeah, and Farrah can't play good forever. We know this. This hey. is very true. He thrived under Michael Maguire at Souths. Thrived three games for, uh, for <laughs> a, yeah for a half. Simi Randra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Randrandra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Randrandra. I am so glad that that drops back. I'm the only one wearing headphones today, so I'm the only one that gets to live in that world. Uh, so, do we even bother telling the obviously thousands of new listeners about what that the context of that drop? No, no, just leave no. It. I think that it remains context free and better for it. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, news. So we're just going to go through the like, the injuries and suspensions, essentially. Yeah. Don't want to talk about the other rubbish rumors this week. Uh, yeah. So Taylor and Roberts out for the Titans. We don't know how long for yet. Uh, Titans. Roberts is an Achilles injury. Looks about three weeks. Uh, Frizzell, obviously that the blown testy. Never a good one. Never good to blow a tire. Yeah. He's done <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Lawrence. Especially this early in the race. Still got that broken jaw for the six to eight. Uh, Nathan Brown not not diagnosed fully yet. 
Uh, Will Smith's out with a broken arm. That's where he went. But yeah, mm. Nathan Brown probably half the season with a torn pec or bicep. Fuck. Uh, Tom Eisenhuth did that uh, fractured larynx, which is indefinite. Mm. Uh, Dan Saifidi had a uh, knee and foot injury. So two to four weeks. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Roberts' back spasms named this week. We'll see how he goes. Uh, the Broncos also have Matt Lodge suspended for two. Uh, somehow the Raiders had Jordan Rapana named before Michael Oldfield. So at one point they changed... Well, I mean, the clue is in the name. The yeah, they, is well, old. they applied for dispensation for Rapana, if you remember, for 13 weeks. So if, so if they got that and they had to sit for 13 weeks, he was fitting around too. It's weird. They're lucky they didn't get it almost mm. to bring someone else in. But yeah, Rapana is named Oldfield another four to six. Uh, who else we got? Oh, there, the, the Sharks still have Wade Graham out. We all know that one. Uh, the Seagulls didn't name Tom Tommy Turbo. I thought they might have desperationally named Classic him. Classic Desmove would have been a name. He was like 20. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's um, back probably around three, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Kyle Feltz hasn't got a return date yet for his groin injury. But Greeny's pretty, pretty well, not good. He likes keeping those things close to his chest, so who knows? Could be any week now. Uh, then the Eels have Junior Paulo back as well on top of those. And yeah, Harme Sele didn't break his arm. That's a thing. That's a positive. Like, how do you? I don't know how you diagnose a broken arm on on the field and not be a broken arm. I don't know how that that like <laughs> just putting it out there feels broken. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's a oh. misdiagnosis. That's weird for me. Mm. You know. Mm. But yeah. Anyway, Onofaluma still not back either for the Tigers. That's pretty much it. Mm. Any yeah. other news you guys want to chat about? I don't know if we've got any other real news. Joey coming out and saying he's got epilepsy. That was pretty interesting stuff. Good on him for coming out and making a statement on Matty Johns about that. I know you guys don't watch it. But I watched that interview. I thought it was good. I, I thought it was okay. Like, there's only so much Johns to Johns I can handle. We well, wanting for some Johns on Johns crime, is what you yeah, said. So it was, it was, it was decent. It, it was decent. Good and on him it, for coming it, out and saying and it. It's a fair effort for those two not to be dickheads for like ten minutes. So they did a good effort to turn that off. Yeah. Which is all right, but uh, yeah, it, well, it mentioned the epilepsy and then mentioned the bipolar disorder. Yeah, spoke about that as well. And he actually spoke about some things that mental health wise. I don't want to get the down to the tunnel, but you know, I'm also on medication as well. And he spoke about some things that is mm. I haven't got the effects of, but things I was scared of having the effects of talking about that um, balanced out. Yeah, as a man who chased highs and lows when he was, he stopped taking his meds, and I don't think if, until you've had med- been medicated, I don't think you fully understand people talk about that. But that feeling of being mellow is yeah. almost worse than being down. It's, it's unsettling, the fact that the, the highs and lows, because I've been through the same kind of thing, but yeah. the, the highs and lows go away and you kind of go from being on you know a large swell to a calm lake. Yeah, but it's, And it's, that's very unsettling because you just look out and the lake kind of goes on forever. Yeah. Whereas you can't, you, you live for the highs and lows for so long. Yeah, and that's what can be, you know, having no lows mm. is worse than having lows. It, feel, yeah. on, it just is. It's a, as you say, yeah. it's a strange feeling. But good on, as I said, come, good for, good on him for coming out and ha- making this, making the comments yeah. and doing the interview. Because I know that, as we saw with with uh, Archie Thompson in the A League earlier this season, like it's hard. We've got to talk about this stuff. But yeah, as I said, and and I think it will be interesting because we're not going to know more about this until twenty, thirty years down the track mm. when we have the same kind of problem that the NFL has had in the last few years with CTE or concussion and yada yada yada. We're never going to know until these guys are gone. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I find. Um Interesting about what he spoke about too. He spoke about the 2005 Origin series, uh, his return. I thought that was quite interesting. Talking about how like he was confident as he could, like he knew before that game he was going to have you know the best game of his career. He knew mm. because it was like the first time in his career he'd actually like focused, which is funny. Yeah. But he talked about he before that game, like before that season, he'd run into Wayne Bennett somewhere, and he, and he went on to say that 
you know, struggling with his rehab from injuries, his knee injuries and whatever. And Wayne Bennett mentioned there was someone up at uh, the Queensland, uh, what's it called, the QAT, the athletics thing? Yeah, 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 QSAC. QSAC, that's it. Up there, they were, they were doing some good work with knee injuries. So he went up there for that, then he came back and got injured again. So instead of like hanging around the nights, he went and shut off for like eight weeks and was trained on his own with these guys up at QSAC. Mm. So then he came out and played like two games, got picked for Origin, and he's like, mate, that was like the first time ever I just like trained my ass off the, his whole career, so he's confident. But and it, there was a significant amount of ass to train. Yeah, there was. There was. Like, you can't get away with having... It's it's man of his era. Coming through now, you wouldn't get away with having the lazy habits for no. so long. But it is interesting seeing a guy, many call the greatest of all time, that he never really put thought he was in shape mm. <laughs> until right at the end. Maybe it could be why his career ended early as well. Got those the, bumps and bruises the, the George Best of Rugby League. Potentially. Yeah, hmm. uh, but yeah, not not a hell of a lot of news that we want to talk about. We're going to dignify the dickheads that write some of the stuff out there. But <laughs> well, anyway. Taking shots. I'm sitting right here. Uh, well, yeah. you heard me. I didn't stutter. You're not even in news at the moment. Uh, you're in news at the moment, not in sport. So. Are you serious? <laughs> We're going to hammer me with questions. It's that time of the week again. Question time. Hit me with your questions. Yeah. Uh, first question at Corey Goats. Will the Titans score a point this season? It's tough to say. Penalty tries are a thing. Yeah, well... Uh, that means they have to get down that in there. When they got that penalty at the end of the game, I was really hoping they were taking the two. I was watching the game thinking, you have to kick the two here. For and against, mate. Uh, and not <laughs> just that, they then opt for a kick for the sideline and then kick across the field. Just kick the two. two take the two. Anyway, uh, Shunner86. Well, that was the flatness I felt after a round one game in some time. When has your team put you in a glass case of emotion in round one? Mate, what are we, 2012. That, I don't, that's... If you remember, Souths were up by two tries with two minutes left, and they lost. They then did the reverse to the Roosters in round 21 or something, but as far as round one losses go, I think that's the all-time winner. Uh, uh, Any time that we play Melbourne. Any time you play Melbourne? Yeah, especially in round one. In round one, yeah, that wasn't no great bueno. for us. But, uh, 2015's not one for the loss. It was for the takes. It was killing me. Like That was the game where like, Gould spent the whole game talking about oh, like Milford at six was terrible. I've, I haven't forgot that one for a long time. That's when South Pound Adam Reynolds us. did kick a goal from halfway, though. Yes. That was pretty sweet. Positive. Uh, but also, I think 2006, the start of the year, when they won the grand final, we got absolutely pounded from maybe like, like 40 points or something in the first round. Maybe it's 2006. I can't be certain, but that's it. You know, when you start your season like the Bulldogs did this week, not exactly looking looking positive. No, it's, my, it, my other contender was when Craig Wing was our huge um, off-season signing in, I think, 2008, I want to mm. say. And um, in round one, Riley Brown hit him with that prowler tackle. Yeah. And he was out for like half the season. That's good. And we did not do anything that year. Mm. Also, the game when Nathan Merritt dropped the ball with the line wide open. That was you fun. mentioned earlier. That was also round one. A lot of shit round one games. That was, look, let's be honest. In your young youth days, there's a lot of shit oh, yeah, games. I was say, <laughs> slow, slow starters and continuous yeah, yeah. in your early days. Yeah. we don't, We I think 07 was the, the first time in my life they won in round one. Wow. I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah. Uh, Butsy888, during a diet, what is the greatest cheat meal? Ooh, good question. Great question. Cheat? Um... It's I think a really a really basic one is just like pizza with whatever you want on it. Pizza, pizza with, like a pizza. homemade pizza with whatever you want on it. Because mm. you made the dough, you've taken the time, got decent cheese on there. You want it, you want a salami? Have some salami. I think it's pizza some... because as bad as it is for you calorie wise, it's still got good macros. So yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm one I'm more of a like if I cheat, I generally don't go for like a cheat meal. Mm. I'm more of like I'm gonna go to the movies and eat like fucking 
way too much. <laughs> that's actually a great answer. There's like some days if I know I'm going to the movies, I eat like nothing yeah. that day because yeah. I'm like I'm gonna eat so much popcorn tonight. I'm, yeah. you and you walk know. out. I'm gonna get popcorn. Yeah. I'm gonna get Maltesers. I'm gonna mix <laughs> put them up. in the popcorn, <laughs> yeah. and it's the best. And you yeah. walk out of that room, out of the dark theater, <laughs> and you're like, like none of those ca- none of those calories <laughs> counted. Right. No one saw them. And when I'm picking corn kernels out of my teeth six weeks later, I'm reminded of that guilty day. You go, Why did I have corn? When did I have corn? Ah. You're so thirsty the next morning. Yeah. But that, that's, that's, awesome. that's what, honestly, that's my favorite. That's actually a really good answer. I had, like, I've been going to lots of movies recently. Yeah. And I've actually been doing, like, okay, on the, on the Thursday, I'll, I'm going to have shred Thursday, Friday. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, Saturday morning, I'm smashing some popcorn. Intermittent, <laughs> intermittent fasting for a film. Yeah, for a film. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. Like, I don't. Good answer. I don't like that. Like, there's not much enjoyment of a guilty pleasure of eating a pizza on my own. As a like, yeah, you know, if you sit there, yeah, like, but eating a pizza while watching the footy. No, it's good, but I feel shameful doing that against cheat meal on my own like Fair that, point. right? Whereas yeah. so I got a movie. There's no shame in the dark. <laughs> Everyone no else can is see doing you. it. Everyone else is well, doing it. Well, there's the, there's the name of the episode. There's no, <laughs> no shame, shame in, in the dark. dark. Very right. good. Uh, Matty McP25. Can we get a Kickstarter to get Alex Jones on the show? Oh, Maybe cool. I'd love it. Or we can get Frankie to have like three beers. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie is Frankie the at a new town, NRL yeah. Twitter Well, the, the funny thing is on that on that uh, Alex Jones Joe Rogan podcast, he was screaming at the one of the guys who came on to choke him out. And the only time we've been drunk with that, with Frankie, he also was keen for the choke out. So lots in common. And wow. the wacky for conspiracies. We'll mm. get him on. Mm. Uh, that would be a five-hour podcast. Ben underscore Wallace. Do any of you have burner burner accounts? If so, explain why. So, firstly, Bungard, explain why you're going to deny you have one. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> I don't have any accounts. <laughs> any oh account. well, you have an account. You just don't use it. It lays yeah. dormant hmm. and waiting for the for a day. Any burners, Dale? No, no burners. No, I mean I'm on private, so I don't have. To yeah, have you don't need a burner. But uh, I don't. I generally stick by my takes. Like if their shit takes, their shit takes. You grow yeah. and you learn, you learn from them. I, mean, I totally get what athletes and guys. They all have. Oh burners. yeah, they all have burners. Yeah, for but sure. Just, just, that's just it. It's like, and it's always funny when they get outed. Like the Kevin Durant ones are funny, but it's even funnier when like you find some random account on Twitter with like thirty followers who's been dropping rumors for four years. And yeah, they're all right. Like, hmm. like, what? <laughs> who's this all guy? about? Like, like the, the, the Philly Brian Colangelo yeah, that was Brian amazing Colangelo, that was yeah, like all these yeah. burners just talking about how great Brian Colangelo's yeah. shirts were and then and, and then like bashing um, um, he's bashing his players Hinky yeah, and Hinky yeah. as well yeah that was great that um, was great LVO 5 just says Knights how good no good. question mark even not no, not really no, the comment fine. section but we'll take that as a comment we'll, we'll, let, look, let the man enjoy it let him enjoy it we will do it he, oh he paid me my beers good man settled the debt before round one he's a smart man good man Good right. week for him. Good good job on Newcastle. Big crowd out there too. Uh, Money at P25 again. Given that we're down a few troops at the moment and he's spending on a game against the Dragons, should the Dragons be allowed to be, bring back Corbin Sims back a week early from his suspension? Um, normally I would say yes, but they're playing South, so no. And also it's a Sims brother. They, they don't deserve anything. Oh. No. <laughs> no I, like, I think Corbin's going to be a great sign for the Dragons, by the way. He was underrated at how he performed for the Broncos. Hmm. Uh, Matt Coleman asks, have you ever egged anyone such anything? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. Come on. I've been a teenager. Yeah, I was a child once. Yeah, please. And which NRL personality, God, would you smack in the head with an egg if you had the opportunity? Uh, There's so many. Well, Mm. I'm not answering that. There's so many. I have too many. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, people know my answer. Yeah. And if you don't know the answer and you're running 17 people through your head, that's your answer. (laughs) (laughs) How much is in a dozen? How many can I get? How many eggs can I get? (laughs) Well, okay. 12. 12. Moretti EH says. Bulldogs, Manly, and Melbourne. Which of the following teams would you a well not really following are they anyway? Would you relocate to Perth? B drop out of the NRL forever and C start following over your current team. 
I think start following is Melbourne because yeah, if I'm going to gonna ditch my team, they're going to be winners. Just yeah. by default of those three, it has to be. And then so and the other what two, were the other two? Sorry? Manly and Manly Bulldogs. And the Bulldogs. Which one would you send to Perth? Manly go you, to would Perth. You, would you drop out? Manly go to Perth. No, I would send the Bulldogs to Perth. Actually, no. Yeah, because you can get rid Man- of Manly. Manly get cut. Bulldogs go to Perth, and everyone goes insane. <laughs> That's true. Okay, it's, it's, theory. It, it's actual proof uh, the NRL yeah. are out to get them at that point. <laughs> they'd almost be happy to get moved. They would. They'd be justified <laughs> in their yeah. years of thinking every refereeing decision for 10 years has gone against them on yep. purpose. And Moretti follows up again. How long until commentators clue on how rubbish Lachlan Lewis's kicking style actually is? Yeah, good point. I mean, they clu- clued in last week that yeah. the, the, the Warriors are getting up on him too quickly. I- implying that the commentators will ever slag off a player is a, is yes. a bold question. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Uh, Manu t- P25 again is back. You can only play one franchise for the rest of your life. It's Madden, FIFA, 2K, or Rugby League Live? Uh, FIFA, FIFA for me. Easily. Well, I play none of them anymore, and I feel great. So, can I say none? Mm. If I had to go back, it's, it's a hard choice. They've really, like they've ruined all those series. Yeah, they have. Well, fair. Rugby League Live was never good. That's true. I never got into 2K either. I had my best ever weekend league this weekend. Just yeah. passed on FIFA. Yeah, well, this is the first doing, year I haven't, bought, well. I haven't got Madden since like literally 1997. The first wow. year I haven't bought Madden because it's just... There you go. But uh, yeah, none of them. I'll say none of the above. If I had to... No. Not <laughs> Rugby League Live. Maybe I'll have some fun moving, you know, making transfers or whatever. I don't know. Jake White, 16. Is it too early for me to book flights to Sydney for the first Sunday in October? No. Come up. Aren't you it's in the pub- grand final like every year? Yeah, it's a public holiday, yeah. man. Yeah. It's like a Patriots fan. Oh, right. this is uh, like a, yeah. Spoiled by I'm going to come watch my team lose the grand final again. This is great. Like, storm, come well, on. It must be nice the season begins and your two outcomes are lose grand final or, or win, win grand, grand final. final. Yeah. Yeah. Prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Southern Dan says, how many tries is for Moylan versus Titans? Well, we're now negative seven from what we predicted last week. Yeah. He's <laughs> got to play yeah. the Knights. Zero. Wow! Don't ask me that question every week. That's the last time I answered that question. It was appropriate against the Knights. Now you're just being now you're just being self indulgent. You're being churlish. (laughs) Shame on you. Shanazi underscore footy is bungers on the road to WrestleMania. Always, mate. I'm pointing at the sign as we speak. There you go. Simon underscore three nine three says, "When do we start hashtag Seabold out after this week's loss, or do we wait until after the Dragons' loss?" What's Ivan Henjack doing these days? Yeah. Yeah, right. Getting out of the mattress sales business and back into <laughs> business. <laughs> uh, J- Jhack97. With Laurie Nichols alive and well. Well, I didn't know that. And then why didn't he make an appearance at Leichhardt over, over the weekend? Oh, he, he couldn't get in. He was busy guarding his lane. Yeah. Not letting people in. You missed that? <laughs> yeah. Peter Beatty thinks that Laurie Nichols is uh, still yeah. with us. Yeah. Right. Oh, Right, yeah, because I was very confused. Yeah, okay. I was wondering. Yeah, did, did. That's a thing that happened. Yeah, Peter Beatty deleted Twitter like like yourself ah. for for that same reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think I thought anyone was alive when they're dead, but yeah, well, there you go. Maybe uh, you're on a winner there then. Oh, good. You did get me. murdered though. Is that yeah. <laughs> wow. Is that? Gus also uh, deleted Twitter, but no one cares. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we know he'll be back. He's always oh, back. he'll be back in six weeks. Yeah, well, what's his burner? Ah, uh, what's my burner? At Josh Robbo 44 <laughs> this whole time. We can't rule it out. <laughs> uh, at Edward underscore Smith Very 1. Good. What will be 2019 sideline conversion bet? And how's Bunga at, at 4020s? Oh, so he's... What's oh, take the no, kicks? No, no, no power. No 4020s? Precision. Mate, I would have comfortably won the goal-kicking bet if I had more power. I kicked three under the crossbar. So you're saying we're gonna, if you're doing like rubbers into the corner of the of the end goal, you're, you're all in. Well, so we could do so like, like, a, bit, like a bin challenge. 
I think like accuracy wise, yeah, power wise, I got nothing. Oh, that reminds me. I have a bucks in like two weeks that we're doing. Are you doing like, the, the chip beer pong f- thing? Yeah. yeah, awesome. I've done no practice, which is good. It'll be fine. I can put bombs up. I'm not a great chip kicker. Oof, dear. Uh, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, play beer pong with ten wheelie bins at both ends, and you chip a footy into them. Yes, and the beer wheelie bins are full of beer, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> drink a full wheelie bin. Isn't that effectively yeah. just playing AFL? Yes. Bins kicking the ball between each other? That sounds right. Yes. I don't know enough about AFL to dispute that. Where do I get the extra points from? Where do I kick it? I don't know. <laughs> there is a shoey in both. There yeah, is. Yeah, good. Good. Uh, and Simon, I saw, or Simon Neil 97 says, De- Bunga definitely thinks kicking a 40 20 isn't that hard. And to no, be honest, I'm actually hard. quite surprised you have come out and straight away said I couldn't do it. That's, mm, that's, me too. Is that a new Bunga? Mm. No, I'm not going to. Don't I, like <laughs> it. Not about it. What's, um, what's harder, kicking 40 20s or paying rent? Uh. Well, I mean, never, you do never, neither. So. Never done, never done, <laughs> either, never done either, mate. So <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell you. Butsy Triple A. There's a good alley here. Poke over that one. Thanks. Is Sunny Bill Williams the next Sunny Bill Williams? Uh, oh, we don't want to talk about that story. Move, Shoot move, move past I'm not it. talking about it. Frankie underscore 1987. With that soccer pitch of Vader punching that player in the back of the head. Yeah. God, you got to wait with words, aren't you, Frankie? Wow. <laughs> I mean, that guy. <laughs> that happened. That happened. It did. Which team's current captain and which stadium is most likely to be punched in the same way? Okay, which well, team? Penrith have-, have the most captains. Mm. Well, that's already good odds. So, numbers game. Numbers game. Okay, one of the five captains there. Is yeah. it six? Six, sorry. And then, the, which stadium? Um, In the same way. Shark Park. Unfortunately, the Bulldogs aren't as good as... like. Well, they're not aggressive when they're this bad, you don't think. No. You know? And also, it's a, long way, it's a long way to get from the pitch. You've, got, you've got a long way to go. You do, so... Who's yeah, I think it's got to be at Shark Park. No. Uh, it's, I think, at... I think away to Canterbury, one of the six Penrith captains. <laughs> that is the best punched. odds, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Frankie asks again, what is your be- favourite website? Why is it com? We take this up. Get your tickets and get your tickets at NRL.com. <laughs> Forgot to play that earlier, but I will be using that this season for get your tickets. To get on board, get your tickets at com. Mm. Shout out to us for not making the very obvious joke on the back of that. Yeah. But, uh, let's move forward. <laughs> for now. <laughs> okay, at uh, Harpflog87, the Hoop Dogs changed his handle to Harpflog. Oh, that's I just a, that's thought a it was shame. Jake Harper. No, <laughs> appropriate Harpflog. Um, he says, hi, legends, long-time listener, first-time tweeter. That's it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's every week. Yeah, it's good, though. In the last week, which has retreated further. Mm. Bulldogs <laughs> premiership odds or Matt Bungart hairline. I mean, come on, you tease yourself up here. I just have this weird, like, horde of ugly <laughs> mid-30s men who are obsessed with my hair. Yeah. It's mm. bizarre. Yeah. Uh, You're like a, like a slightly less attractive uh, Taylor Swift. Thank you. Messit hmm. underscore Ozil said, what schoolyard prank do you want to see John Bateman do next? Okay, so he, let me give it to you here. So, <laughs> You're ready for so, this. So he, he, he's laying on the top of the ruck, right? Mm-hmm. Rolls off the top of the ruck towards the opposition goal line. So mm-hmm. he rolls backwards off the tackle. And then, oh, who could it be? Would it, ha- it couldn't be Soliola. He's too mm-hmm. nice. Um, who else have you got in there? Who's a bit of a grub? Pretty much everyone else at Canberra. Okay, so you <laughs> have Hors- Horsberg did elbow him yeah, in the face. Yeah. So he, he's, he's rolled down off the ruck. Horsberg stands up to play at marker. And then he just pushes him back over Bateman. Classic tripping yeah. the man oh, over on the... That's a good one. Yeah, classic. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Yep. Mm. By the end of the year, Bateman will give either Aaron Woods or Paul Gallen a wet willy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He he seems the kind of bloke who would be prepared. He'd like he'd get the trainer to run out a water bottle with just dry ice in it and put it down someone's oh shorts. God, I want to see him nugget the opposition <laughs> physio's kit bag. 
Nuggeting was a great school cup prank. Turn that shit inside out, baby. He's out there helping someone's knee and then baby's stuck up behind him and just <laughs> nugging it. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, there's oh. tape everywhere. There is. This idea that we've turned John Bateman into like Dennis the Menace <laughs> within I'm like one on game. I'm so in on it. Yeah, well, you can't uh. kick, like, you know, like your kids used to kick other people's handballs away. You can't really do that in rugby league, but you know, you could try. <laughs> he's going to kick the ball out from yeah. Mark. Oh, he's going to do the circle game to someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Punch him on the arm. <laughs> the one for flinching, like, and the yeah. fact that he pointed at him afterwards. Yeah, like, wow. Laughing, so good. Very good. Matty McPee's back again. After the unfortunate explosion of Tyson Frizzell's testicles, mm. I ask you, what's the most painful injury you have ever suffered? Never a testicular injury. I'll set this one out, lads, because, again, injuries. <laughs> Frank, he answered for you. Oh. <laughs> he did. He said, let me answer that for Bungard. Throat injury, whatever date the Auckland Nines was a few years ago. I think that's, that's actually correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Frank, he knew he tagged in. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, you got any, Dale? Your, your quads are fucked. Mate, but you have, like, one good knee between the two of you. So surely, yeah. Surely the answer was painful. somewhere. Uh Meniscus, meniscus injuries is still is still giving me trouble, but uh, I did my MCL a few seasons ago, and that was like a proper six to eight week to cut, don't run, don't move mm. injury. Well, I have a permanent injury, so I'll get that one second. But MCL, I did, I did the um, meniscus. That one didn't hurt me. Yeah, I thought that was cramp. I tried to run it off. I played Ooh. like played the whole game out. The mm-hmm. next day, I couldn't walk. The one most painful one is when I what I have. I have a ruptured quadricep, which my my quadricep ripped into two pieces, Blech. and it's healed that way. But um, like I've broken bones, not many broken bones. I've done lots of injuries in my time though, but literally having your muscle rip into two pieces, like yeah. not a small tear, like when you have a torn muscle or a strain, when it snapped into two pieces, yeah. No that good. wasn't nice. No, I can imagine. I screamed at the top of my lungs when it happened. Yeah. So yeah, not good. Thanks, uh, for, uh, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, it's Some good. good uh, painful memories. Yeah, and then classic It's, it's terrible- a shit one when you get like, you go to get an ultrasound on an injury and the nurse who's giving the ultrasound is like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, well... Oh, what's that? Oh, that, that it's yeah, not important. Uh, we'll put that in the imaging report. Well, the one I, my injury here, the reason why it's permanent, is the scar tissue healed. It was a situation of like, I went to the physio, and by the time I got to the person, I got referred to to look at it in the waiting period. By the time I got to him there, he's like diagnosed, and he goes, well, look, got some good news. I know what it is. Got some bad news. It's already healed. <laughs> like, Thanks. Fuck. This is good. Uh, yeah. That'll be $85. Thank you. Yeah. And no, I don't bulk bill. Yeah. Uh, Pat Patton Meister says, shout out to my son who is a regular listener and is 21 today. Ah, congratulations. 21-year-old. Jeez, you, you were old, Toe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those years. Um, Not a lot of yeah. them. Enjoy your 21st. You're only 21 once. Yeah. And, uh, okay, I'm actually not going to play that drop, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Any any well wishes, Bungard, for a 21st? Oh, happy birthday, mate. Yeah. Um, you got many... Was he pinky? Many... Was he pinky? The small toe, what do you call him, the young, the young fella? I like that. That's good. Pinky, mm-hmm. Pinky toe. That's I'm sure good. there'll be many more to come. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Butsy Triple Eight. If Tamalolo egg freighted out an inning, would he, be, would he wake up before or after Cameron Smith's record-breaking game? <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd be, yeah. Can lo- you imagine, like, we've all seen that footage. Can you imagine five Nazis trying to tackle Tamalolo? <laughs> It'd be like the Cowboys playing the Sharks. Yeah, it would just the same <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> like for real <laughs> I just can't imagine it happening Fraser Anning would have turned around And just been like Fuck give me more Are you sitting well. on that joke For the entire show No that's, uh, that's off that's the dome good. So to speak 
Yeah, um, also, there's a new, there's a new, there's a new episode title: <laughs> Tackling Nazis. Or I don't know. Shout out, shout out to Egg Boy for donating his uh, his GoFundMe to the victims of the Christchurch attack. Good on what my, a good my man. favorite thing was Ben Simmons writing on his Instagram. That was my favorite. <laughs> Very Aussie legend. Yeah, Ryan Hoffman also gave Egg Boy a shout out. Good on him. Yep. Uh, Paul underscore seventy eight said, wing, "said Should winger money be more than centre money?" I've always thought it should be. But mm, yes, I yeah, agree. Fair point. I think they play a. a, a more key role in the outcome of a team's of games now. Mm. They're more responsible for yardage. Their finishing is a higher standard than it ever has been. And we've seen a lot of media code centers. I'm not saying they're around. the worst players, but I mean, that's it's in my opinion, the least important position when it comes to building a premiership winning side. Fair Apart mm-hmm. from maybe a second half, if your first half's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did uh, where did Joel Reddy play? He in he didn't he was not in our premiership winning no, side. No, but I mean... He was a centre. He was slash a centre, though. He played both. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Spud. Uh, uh, centers that year were Dylan Walker in, and Kira Somava. So that's not aged well. Yeah. Uh, Michael Darren, 79. You're at a wedding reception and cutting sweet moves on the dance floor when Michael Jackson Thriller comes on. What do you do? Well, from what are you cutting sweet moves? I'm cutting more sweet moves. Yeah, you like, cut more sweet moves and order something from the bar. Yeah, more like, the, like the, the music is obviously the guy's problematic. Like he's a yeah. child rapist, uh, so that's yeah. never good. Nah. No, I cut more sweet moves. I, I, requested, cut, cut more sweet I, moves. I requested R. Kelly songs at wedding. I was gonna, no, but that was in the... I'm, I'm, I am pledging henceforth to not get down to the remix to Ignition. I'm future, going to keep getting down functions. to it. Mm. I don't care. No, I mean, it's the, yeah. You do you, my friend. Yeah. I, will do my, I will do me. I'm not a martyr. You, I'm okay. You're going to give you a Lost profit CD a spin on the drive home? <laughs> you know what? You, you know, but you know what? It came out of my car a couple of weeks ago. I was going through old CDs. Listen, listen through. Jesus. Listen you're, through. You're, you're mm. an absolute grub. Look, his is probably my, my <laughs> father's worst. That is so much worse. It's the worst of all of them, but... Gonna go know, home tonight, tonight was an okay song. Gonna go home At least one some, person uh, is going Shane to Google Dawson. Lost Profits yeah. and work out what that guy did. And, and their day's going to be ruined. And they're going <laughs> to they're gonna block me. Or, uh, or I, I hope so. Or stop listening to the podcast. Uh, Don't do that. Just block Mitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Mitch, is gonna ha- Mitch is going to have to tweet out about how he didn't have sex with a cat. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't listen to that CD. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I just made up a story like it was real on the podcast. Is that what the guy said? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm still booging in the thriller. I'm sorry. Uh, as Josh Reynolds finally found his place in the NRL, yes, the sideline. Yeah, we've said this before. He was it was great on the sideline last year. Yeah, getting paid too much to be there, but that's very. Well, that's not their problem. How many minutes should Big Papi be lasting? Does he need to work on his stamina? Come on. How many did he play this? Uh, <laughs> how was his performance front up, back end? He needs yeah. to be lasting longer. Yeah, in well, all regards. You know. I thought on FB. When will Garth Brennan be under pressure? Moreover, when will anyone apart from his grandma care if he's under pressure? <laughs> I was going to say, like, when someone noticed, it's like round 20 and someone, no- oh, the Titans are the 2 and 17. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And we should do man. something. Great. Yeah. Uh, nah, no one cares. Yeah. They do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, NRL Physio, hey, the great man. The great man. He hey. says, where do you guys stand on transparency of injury reporting? So would you prefer clubs to be to give whatever info they want slash lie? To try and gain competitive advantage. I do like that he said whatever info they like slash lie. Yeah. Because the only option is going to be lie. Yeah, and then in brackets, for example, Kronk last year. I'm still a or, bit sour about the whole Kronk thing. Or adopt a clearer reporting system like the NFL. Agree completely. I well, don't think it's right to use injuries to try and deceive other teams into gaining a competitive well, advantage. Well, mm. what happened with Kronk? Do you think that would have been dealt with any differently in the NFL? I don't think so. He was listed as doubtful with an injury. Yeah. No, but they skirted around it for so long. We didn't know any details about what kind of injury he had. You get that detail in the NFL. Not really. Always. Mate, we so didn't know like, what injury he had till after the game. Yeah, no, but it was like uh, Eric Berry was day-to-day for the entire season this year. Yeah, but at least we with, knew what was wrong with him. They didn't... Like, No, we don't. We knew he had an Achilles injury. We don't know what is still wrong with him. 
They'd more and up front with it with the NFL, NRL, but I'm not going to act like the NFL have also... The it's per- not a perfect system, but I think it's better it. than what and we And have. also, even if he was injured, like they don't necessarily have to get, give the correct... They can just say, shoulder. Yeah, I mean, right? anyway, the NFL's one of those sports that if you're not playing injured, you're not, like, what are you're you doing? You're not playing. They're all playing injured. Yeah. Um, I do think there should be more transparency, uh, but... I think there's also something to do with the way the players' association agreement works. There's a level of privacy the players are entitled to. Yeah. Like, for example, their GPS data on the field currently, is, that's still private, for example. So that's something to go. But I don't know how much they're actually allowed to share in the first place. Does Latrell Mitchell have GPS data? <laughs> yeah. It's whenever is someone it a very scores, spe- a very it's a swinging arm. <laughs> is it a very specific hotspot? Just one? Um, but obviously, we want more transparency. But and not just, just in this. We talk about this all the time about yeah. salaries and about all this. Yeah. Other oh, if stuff. I could choose one or the other, yeah. I would obviously choose salaries. Salaries yeah. by some distance. Yeah. But obviously, we but understand that the RLPA is a union and they want what's best, that, what they perceive as best for their members. Some clubs are very good at this. Some aren't. You know, some just don't. Like the the Cowboys, as I mentioned earlier, don't share an injury. The Broncos, you seem to know always what went wrong. Mm. It's just. But I would prefer if there was some form of system. Even as you said, if there was a designation like the NFL. They'd yeah. be better. But again, they're not honest either. I actually enjoyed The Kronk thing was rubbish, but I actually really enjoyed it. After after the fact, you kind of look back at that and we will look back on it in times, you know, in the future and go, well, you know, like... That I was enjoying it during, to be fair. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Kronk injury brought NRL Physio and I together for a story. Did it? But yeah. now we can't do stories anymore because he... He's got no. the dark side. Wasn't he always on the dark side? Or was no, he was, a, he, he was a, he was was a man free, of the people. He's a freelancer. He was a, he, yeah, he played the field. Yeah, there you go. Tiss, tiss, tiss. No, he, no, no. We, we joke. He's the man. We, we love him. Uh, but look into it. Look it up. They're off his <laughs> <laughs> But if he wants to come on board. Oh, he's more than welcome anytime. Yeah. I'm sure he's allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh, and Harry Ramage says, how many halfbacks you started in round one would you take over Nathan Cleary going into round two? Whew. Okay. Just run through them all really quickly. 14. And we'll just say yes or no. Okay. All the, all the starting halfbacks from round one? Do it really quickly. Okay. We'll start, obviously, uh, Croft and Nicarima. No, no. No, no. Uh, hmm. Pierce and and Ch- Chad. Where does Sean Johnson fit into this? Can we he just... Was, he, he claim Sean? I know he did, but yeah, like... Okay. Well, well, fine. If it's Chad Townsend, then I'm no. going to say no, no again. Um, I might take Pierce Maybe. for where my team is, just because he obviously has a great relationship with Maloney in terms of playing together as well. Yeah, mm. but my, as in for the as in for my team for the Broncos, I might oh, take Pierce I thought it was because to fit into the Panthers. No, nah, but uh, yeah, okay. obviously Sean Johnson over him. Yep. Uh, if, the if Roosters. Okay, Roosters South. Yes, yes. Yep. Uh, Warriors. Oh, by the way, that's Cronk and Adam Reynolds. Or somehow you forgot that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warriors is Blake Green and uh, Bulldogs is uh, Lachlan Lewis. No. I say yes and no. Yeah, that's again that's that. a situation of need. Blake again, Green's for the close. Broncos, for me, it's yes because Blake Green would mm-hmm. fulfil that massive leadership need and the steering team around need the Broncos have for winning the competition in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, Tigers and Manly. So you've yeah. got you've well, got Brooks Cherry and Cherry yes. Evans. Brooks is really close. Trey Evans, yes. Yep. Jeez. This, is, see, this is for, for think, your team? I think, pen, this I is think Penrith, Cleary's right? a better defence, like, just because of his defence. Mm. I think, well, I think Cle- Brooks might offer a bit more an attack at this point, but I think overall I'd just take Cleary. It's yeah, really I think though. it's one of those things that they both didn't kick on from their potential at, the, at a young age, what was seen of them. But Cleary's probably a bit further along than Brooks was. 
and I might back that myself. Getting him out of pen might do better. I don't know. Probably, uh, I'd probably take Cleary, but it's not as far as apart as I thought it would be last year, if you ask me. Uh, oh, this is another interesting one. Michael Morgan and Ben Hunt. Uh, yes, yes. At, at Penrith? All right. Just what would you take? So your club. Would you, I'm taking, obviously I'm taking Morgan ahead of him. Yeah, me too. Hunt, I'm not going back to the well. So I'll take well, that. That's, yeah. that's fair enough. That's fair. Uh, then, I, think, I think in that case, I would probably take the known quantity. Yeah, and then Mitch Moses, no, for me. No. You do know. Yeah. Uh, Ash Taylor. Oh, actually, he didn't start round one, sorry. Round one starting halfback was uh, Tyron Roberts, so no. 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 And then Aiden Season, no. No. Yeah, I agree. So we kind of got We're him sitting the in, the, in the middle-ish of the He's in halves. Tier, tier C of the halves, I believe. And he's, he's seen as a top two or three or four, but he, in, in all of our opinion, he's not. No. Which is, I think that's fair enough, by the way. He hasn't really excelled. He's or got Yeah. Frank Anderson, 987. As round one is the most important round of the season, why shouldn't Raiders and South fans be buying their grand final tickets? Oh, the Raiders fans or probably already have. interdimensional Nazi space demons buy them all first. Okay. <laughs> 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 they might. Speaking of getting Alex Jones on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm all for just buy all the grand final tickets. Let's sell it out already. Yeah. Get in. Get in South. And, and even if you're fans. not... If Especially because this is the last year before it'll probably be the SCG yeah. next year. And then when you buy them and all again. Raiders fans, I can buy them off you very cheaply <laughs> in the lead wow. up to the grand final. Very true. Yep. Sean 86, which egg boy had a more impressive weekend? The lad who sconed Mike Fraser Anning or Jason Tamalolo? I mean, Tamalolo's done it before. I think the breakout from egg boy. Yeah. Impressive performance on impressive, debut. Yeah. yeah. Unexpected impact. Not great. Not, impact, I must yeah. say, not great an attack after the event. No. Like, kind of really got wrestled. No, exactly. I couldn't handle the wrestle. His ruck control wasn't great. Yeah, it's terrible. He couldn't real, get on real, his front. real talk, though. The, 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 the stones to do that in front of a room full of, like, roided up Nazis who are looking for any excuse it's to beat great. someone up. Yeah. What a hero. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I did enjoy... Have you seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger getting egged video? Yeah, and he's like, where's the bacon? Yeah, and he just take, makes a laugh about it. He's like, yeah. encourage... And Julia Gillard as well. She said, uh, someone threw a sandwich at her. Yeah. And she said, oh, he, he must have thought I was hungry. Yeah, and then they both like just roll into it. Good politician. Yeah. Generally what you I do. think that's what made it so much worse, right? Like, we... Uh, um, not that people come here for political takes, but like... <laughs> the fact me. that <laughs> Sorry. The fact that he didn't like... The fact that he didn't laugh it off, the fact that he acted the way he did, yeah, like take made a swing, take so a swing at a kid, yeah. Like I know yeah. he's seventeen, but like the guy looks like he's everyone's talking about self defense. Like yeah, but this guy's supposed to be a politician. It's also not self defense when you look at someone, pause for three seconds, and then hit them twice, the, and then I have your say, goons put him in a jail, <laughs> yeah, and then like the, one of the goons is kicking him. <laughs> like, the oh, video yeah. that is as good as that is the one in the airport. Oh yeah, that was great, fantastic, yeah. good stuff. More good. of it. Mm. Uh, Gilby underscore Gillard. We are pro throwing eggs at Nazis. Just yeah. put that on and the record in, as, as a insults. podcast. Gilbert yeah. Scott Gillard, what's the highest number of players a guy can have a man crush on before it becomes weird? There is, there is no limit. The limit does no not limit. exist. Yeah, the limit does with some not exist. homoeroticism, yeah. Ryan. I mean, if there was no homoeroticism, there wouldn't be any rugby league. Let's be real. Yeah, very true. Exactly. Uh, thought on FB says, is Sonny Williams the next David Vavita? Sonny Williams. I said Sonny Bill Williams. <laughs> we knew what you meant. We knew him. <laughs> Same thing. No. Mm. No, he's mm. not. He's older than Is he the next David Fafita? Technically, yes. He yes. is the next David Fafita. <laughs> uh, there was one. He's yeah, gone. Yeah. Now there's a new one. There's a new one. Uh, ladies who league. Oh, she, this is the. This is, is this still on her mind? This she is says, left field. If you buy someone a barbecue as a gift, do you look tight if you don't buy them the gas bottle? Is this some. 
a long ongoing. Happening? Remember, she, okay, she bought her boyfriend a Weber for Christmas. Okay, great barbecue, and without the gas bottle mm. from memory. Clearly, a point of tension. And clearly, it's been three months. Her and her boyfriend are still fighting about this, <laughs> ignoring how the much the gas bottles gift. cost. Al? Like fifty bucks. But the Weber is already the gift. Yeah. I. How are you going to? Is this just a more expensive version of buying someone batteries like a remote control car and not getting them batteries? batteries not I feel like if I buy a remote control, I should provide the batteries. But yes. I feel like you want to use that instantly. You're not like firing the barbecue up out of. All I'm assuming it's like, Christmas as well. No, but you probably already, like I'm just saying you don't. You've already got a gas bottle probably as well. It's like if you've got a barbecue already, you've already got the gas. If mm. you already had a barbecue, why would you buy him a barbecue? Because Webers are great. That's they are great. <laughs> so, like you'd know that you I have upgrade one. a barbecue. And, and also, it's like a great you, move. You can't. You don't like. The, you could. You could. I don't know. You could smoke something in that without it. Without a gas bottle. Like yeah. there's, there's ways around. Sure. It. I'm not I saying you're going to cold like, smoke a steak, but you know. I would have just bought the gas bottle. Ma- as well. I would have as well. Uh, I'm. I'm okay without doing it. But uh, clearly, there's some tension in the relationship. Yeah. So I'll just. I'll support you, Mary, and say don't buy it. Don't leave it. Yeah. I don't know if I want to wrap up a. Gas bottle either as well. It's it's like, a, it'll be a pain. It's basically something you keep in the car. You give them the yeah. gift. Then or you would it be a bottle. propane? Get out of here, Hank. After Hill. that, I am going to be propane. <laughs> yeah. Causing pain to myself. Uh, only a few more left. Hamish it Neal. The year is 2032. Okay. Sean Johnson is still trying to shallow kick on the last to Edric Lee's wing. It's still not working. Will young Matt Moylan have to save the Sharks? Well, I mean, Matt Moylan did do some great shallow kicking this week. Uh, yeah, out of In all the 2032, things... 2032, Matt Moylan will finally be hitting his prime. So he that's, will be. that's interesting. He'll be like 23? Yeah. Well, will he be right. still eligible for Rookie of the Year? Can I, oh, is he playing the Super League? I don't know. Ooh, Danny Boy, 1995. Bit, a bit late on this one, Champ. says, which is more likely? The dog, the dog somehow avoid the spoon? Or a Knights fan actually paying out on a, cart- on a carton bet. Oh, wow. wow. Double, double late. Well, I've got all my cartons I feel like you need now. to stop shaming him. He paid. Oh, no, he paid. It. I'm not shaming him anymore. I shouted him out. Reading the question it. was yeah. shaming him. <laughs> well, no. Just saying he missed it. People now know uh, LV paid out on the carton. And my friend who... My two other friends from last year paid out as well. And then one of them, Jake, a uh, friend from high school, has doubled down again this year. So must I will be, appreciate must those. Must be nice when people bet you cartons and actually give them to you. Yes, I do. Who, mm. who, who owes you a carton? Uh... A certain uh, red-headed Daily Telegraph reporter owes yes. me multiple cases Buzz of <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if, if there's one person that's not going to pay you in cases. Yeah. Maybe cold cases. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next one. Vegemite Cyborg. Great name. Has Anthony Seabold lost his aura? Ooh. Yes. A Vegemite Cyborg is like my worst nightmare. <laughs> it is. Um, Warwick Ahern 00. Is Garth Brennan completely cooked already for naming Felix Sami as his utility this weekend? Well, I already thought he was cooked. No other takes? Uh, again, I'm I'm three more Titans bad performances away from us not talking about them. I'm the also very pro that. Unless when our, te- our team's beat and them. Al- I'm, we're almost at a moratorium. I'm done with them. Yeah. Just, what's the point of you? Uh, Danny Boy again, he says, does Cameron Swift's imminent breaking of El Masri's point scoring record unfairly take away height from his overall attendance record breaking <laughs> match this weekend? <laughs> Yes. It's the joke I never want to go away. Uh, next one is Des Hasler French. Uh, would explain last week's performance when he talks about bringing out the dogs of war. Did he talk about bringing out the dogs of war? That's he's he's at Manly now. I don't know. You're talking about Dean Pay. Have you have you bottled this? The birds of war. Pigeon boys. Bring the birds of prey back though. Bring, bring the pigeon boys <laughs> out. This is from Westlife Pod. Look, I, I know it's a West podcast, but uh, Westlife, Westlife. I mean, come on. Is it Brian it. McFadden? It's not. Oh. It's terrible. He was in the news this week having a pop yeah, at Egg Boy. He's a prick. Anyway, his question is: After a couple of players, including Benji, were basically chopped to the knees, what do you think the rule regarding tackling kickers should be? 
Obviously, it shouldn't be as ridiculous as the NFL has become on punters, but you don't want kickers cannonball. No, I think it almost should be like that. Well, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're as they're as vulnerable as each no, other. No, they got to be. Hit, they should be able to be hit above. Yeah, yeah and above punters and kickers can get hit yeah, no, above the knee. It's the same rule, right? Though. Yeah, I thought they were already quite similar. Yeah, it's, it's the same rule. It's I know, basically I know the same rule because the the penalty is then given where the ball lands, right? Yeah, you get the yes. ball back. Yeah, it's the same rule, really. Like obviously, NFL is like if you touch their leg, it's it, and the NRL is not going to be if you touch their foot, they're not going to give it. But it's pretty similar. It's the right rule as yeah. is. I, it's it's in the application of the rule. It's one of the things, okay? There's yeah. been like 5,000 games last year and it's happened like 10 times. Yeah. Don't look at like the these two this week like it's an epidemic. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kony, two or three more. Yep. Four more there is. Warwick's back again. What is the grubbiest... So who is the grubbiest player currently? Latrell or Vunivalu? This might be a tough one for Mitch. Uh, it's not Latrell. Latrell is a grub. But um, like he's a, he's more of a sore loser than he is a grub. Yeah. So he more so when they're losing, he's terrible. He put his hands on both Adam Reynolds and, and Alex Johnson, yeah. and I'm not going to sit here. Yeah. And he more of a, that. Yeah, more of a cat even potentially mm. fighting the small fellas. But the Vunivalu is probably the biggest grub in the competition, and he gets away with it because he's a winger. But that guy, like, almost almost every time after there's a bomb put up, he push or after the ball goes to play, pushes that person over. Loves getting into it up behind play. Everybody, if you ask players, there are people they hate playing against. He's like top of the list everywhere now. He's the biggest grub going around. All the other grubs have got too old. They lost their grubness. Mm. Gallon's too old to be a real grub anymore. Uh, Mario Mario Siegs with MAR10. He's put in there. So if you want to find Mario, it's MAR10 Siegs. Mm. Is that how many accounts he's had banned? Ten? Yes. Oh, well. Yeah, it's not, definitely not his amount of old accounts because it's in the triple figures. He's got a lot uh, of those. Given Dez has already taught Elgi how to defend... Why the fuck can't he teach Jorge how to hold on to a ball? Some mm. things you can't teach, mate. You can't. But yeah, Elgie's defense looked okay. That was one of the very few positives for Manly on the weekend. Also, uh, another another terrible haircut from the weekend. I just yeah. say. And the last question, Cameron Anchor. Who is the goat of all wingers and why is it Corey Oates? Great game from Corey Oates. Mm. And rightfully get his uh, Maroon jersey. Well, he's in it like game three last year, but like, right, rightfully retain his Maroon jersey this year. I look forward to seeing him in red and green next year. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in as always. And uh, it's goodbye for us. Have a good week, everyone. Yeah.